In a squalid colony nestled deep in the Darklands, realm of Narvoth, the Zolgath Sarval hatched, first of his brood to break free from the shell. He was the only survivor, for upon breaking free of his calcified prison, he promptly crushed the other eggs and devoured their contents in a fit of ravenous fratricide. Sarvel grew swiftly among his kin. He was recognized for his strength and his might. As he grew older, he gorged himself upon fallen foes and allies he found too weak to provide any other benefit. Sarvel became a leader to be feared and followed. Sarvel shows the gifts of Zevgavazeb, a priest of his clutch declared to their colleagues. He consumes and destroys based on his ravenous hunger, claimed another. A prophet of Zevgavazeb, glutton of the dark, raved a third. So they called upon Sarvel in his prime, and head and shoulder above the priests he stood, deep in the Darklands, in a ritual chamber, glowing red with magic sigils. We will call upon Zevgamazib's ravenous blessings to bestow upon you, cried the first, scaly formed, bathed in red light from the circle below. Sun Devourer will see your true self and give you powers beyond your imaginings, ranted the second as he drew demonic sigils in the air. And with us to guide you, you will conquer the Darklands for the Clutch, claimed the third, eyes wide with the desire. Sarvel stood, watching the priests writhe, chant incantations, and sacrifice a screaming Zolgath invalid. And Sarvel watched. In a flash of sickening energy, a huge, boar-headed demon stood in the center of the circle. The priests fell to their knees, wordlessly praising the being before them. He looked down at the sacrifice. The demon picked it up, and with sickening crunches, he ate the body. When he was finished, he turned gluttonous eyes to the squirming priests. He then devoured the priests. They fought, of course, yet they did not survive. Sarvel watched. Covered in blood, the demon stared down at the Zolgath champion. I don't need your gifts bestowed upon me, growled Sarvel. I will take them for myself. In a bloodthirsty rage, Sarvel lunged for the demon, and then he devoured it alive. In that dark, empty chamber, Sarvel stood bathed in blood. Zevgavazeb stirs in his slumber. The glutton dark rumbles. And two bladed tentacles slice their way free from Sarvel's now pale white scales. Wreathed in newly acquired divine power, Sarvel left the chamber. Now, Sarvel ever hunger. The elders of Sarvel ever hunger's clutch screamed while they were eaten. Years later, on a battlefield of Zolgath tribes at war, demon callers bring forth slavering evils. Zolgath soldiers on both sides clash while others lie dead or dying all around. And Sarvel Everhunger bites the head off an enemy lieutenant in combat. And once again, Sarvel's clutch grows.
tall, lithe, dark, blue-scaled Zolgath walked into Sarvel's war tent after that victory. Have you heard of the ancient Zolgath Empire that once ruled in the Darklands, Conqueror? Asked the downright scholarly Zolgath, removing her monocle to look directly into Sarvel Everhunger's eyes. Later, among the ruins of a fallen outpost outside of a place in the Darklands called the Vault of the Black Desert, Sarvel and Kirosthrek painstakingly put together pieces gathered from the Zolgath's past to determine the place was once called Vask, and it was a verdant place thanks to the Sun Orbs. The Zolgath's empires of old thrived. The Zolgath empires of old also died. When the thief, the vile sun drinker, stole all but one of the sun orbs, the death was slow. We must take back what was stolen. We can use their power to once more rebuild the empire of old, exclaimed Kirosthrek. No. We will destroy what Eridan wrought, and crush the surface dwellers who dare benefit from this slight to our people," roared Sarvel. Sarvel forged his armies, he gathered his strength, and he quested to the surface. He learned much from Moonstone Hall, long after his departure from his home to destroy that which was stolen. Kirosthrekt proved a useful advisor. Despite her insistence on taking and keeping the Sun Orbs for her empire long fallen. No, Sarvel hungered. He sent his best generals out from Moonstone Hall and began traveling to the Thief's Sanctum high in the mountains. It was there that he discovered the Extinction Curse. Word was sent to the generals. Collect or destroy the sun orbs at the towers scattered throughout the islands. Sarvel hungered. Knowledge of the destruction to be set upon the weak sun drinkers. Kirosthrek plotted. Months passed, yet none returned or reported success. Kirosthrek was the first to tell Sarvel of the large portion of his army that was retreating into the Darklands. Later, when Sarvel was peeling strips of flesh from a gug necromancer and eating it in gnashing handfuls, he learned of the circus. Worthless! Incompetent! Weaklings! Sarvel raged over the dying gug. To be bested by a gug is lonely. To be beaten by a surface dweller is shameful. Sarvel sneered. To be humiliated by... Circus performers from the surface. So Sarvel traveled to each tower himself to gather the sun orbs and to speak to the corpses of his fallen generals. Again and again and again, the same tale was told in a pitiful whimpering. It was the circus of wayward wonders. It was the Circus of Wayward Wonders! It was the Circus of Wayward Wonders!
Alright, tell me what you're walking in here with buffs. I drink a cheetah elixir. Now I'm fast as fuck. How fast are you? About the same speed as you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> About? Like it you're still slower than us? Yeah, no, you're it, still slower it, than us. <laughs> you can move more than 30? So much for cheetah. What are you at? 45. Oh, your little fucking wizard legs? Dude, also 45. <laughs> yeah, me and Moonlight are both at 45, bro. Does everybody want a couple alchemical items to boost them before this combat? What you got? The two I'm thinking of passing around are the Mistform Elixirs, obviously, which gives everybody concealment. Yeah. And a round of Bravo's Brew Greater, which gives you uh, for an hour. It's a foaming beer, by the way. Plus three to will saves or plus four if it's a fear effect. What kind of bonus is it? Item. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take both. Oh, yeah. Item bonus. What's the downside? There's no downside. There are elixirs. There's no downside. Oh, they're elixirs, not mutagens. Oh. Yeah, I'll take both those. Yeah, so everybody gets that. You are concealed, and you have plus three item bonus against will saves, plus four if it's fear. And then right before we go in, I will take my potion of quickness. That only lasts a minute, though. There's no point in me casting invisibility on myself walking in, right? No, because you're just going to die, and then we aren't going to be able to find you. Okay. Am I wrong? I'm sure you're not. (laughs) I'm going to turn you invisible. (laughs) I do a hostile action towards you. It's fine. (laughs) It'll be fourth level invisibility. What else do we want to drop on for buffs before we're walking into the room? Heroism on everybody. How long does that last? Nice. Ten minutes. Plus one attack, plus one status saves, plus one skill status, and plus one perception status. Gritty. We're fucking heroes. Now we all heroic. (laughs) Then the door to the ritual chamber opens. And Sarvel Everhunger turns to the door and sees... The Circus of Wayward Wonders. Hello. And to start the final combat of Extinction Curse, roll for initiative. We didn't roll that great. I don't know. It's about a 50. I'd say that's not too shabby. Yeah, I'll take my 47. Just because yours fucking sucks. I do still enjoy that we have a 31, 32, 33, 34 for our bonuses. <laughs> Go ahead and arrange yourselves as you see fit. I'm on Peach Pie's shoulders. <laughs> We're doing a new technique. Are you just all stacking top of each other? Is that the new technique? <laughs> like a human beer. All wearing one long trench coat. One really long trench coat. <laughs> we are the Circus of Wayward Wonders. We're one person. <laughs> we are one. <laughs> Just four heads popping out. <laughs> One ticket to the extinction curse, please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the simple door opens onto an austere octagonal chamber lit by flaming sconces set in niches along each wall. The floor is a strangely translucent crystal refracting light from both above and below with a winged eye symbol carved in the center. Four obelisks rise from this floor, tapering to a point just below the ceiling overhead. 
candles, golden bowls, eldritch tracings along the floor, burning incense, and other paraphernalia suggest a ritual in progress. Sarvel Everhunter looks up to the door and sees the circus. At the top of round one, both Sarvel and Kiristhrek are in the middle of this ritual. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to share some pictures with you. All right, that guy looks titties. That is Sarvel Everhunger. He's not as big as I expected, but I suppose we're going to have a perspective of, like, another one standing next to him. Does he have He's lean, tentacles? right? Yes, those are bladed tentacles. I was expecting beefier. Whatever happened to fucking no-neck troll? Like, that's just a, just a one-and-done guy? <laughs> the one. <laughs> like, uh, that was the result of alchemical experimentation. <laughs> Sarvel is the result of uh, a demon lord blessing, a clippeth lord blessing. This is Kirosthrek. Fucking nerd. There's a human head on his belt. That kind of helps us with scale. Oh, and Sarvel's belt. You're right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. I never noticed that. He's fucking big then, I think. Man, he's a big fucking dude. <laughs> uh, it's just some shrunken heads. Yeah, yeah it's just, just a gnome. He's just like 12. I think he's like 12 or 13 feet tall. So aside from the room layout, what you have in front of you, Sarvel Everhunger and Kirostrek are standing over and around the uh, Eye of Eridan that's set into this thrown glass floor blocking your view from them are two Vivakias. You've faced a couple of them now at this point. The flying demons with the Ransuers. And uh, they stand in your way. And at the top of round one, Kirasthrek gets the first action. For her first action, she has to spend all three of her actions stopping the ritual. This this uh this dark blue scaled Zolgath, medium in size, is wreathed in magical auras, and she has to like breathe deep and release the ritual to interrupt it. And then she turns to you to see the interruption. Her eyes go wide as she realizes this is the circus that the gug named Helg Eats the Eaters was talking about. At least it's the clown as the door opens. Sarvel ate her? Didn't I fuck that gug? You did fuck that gug. Oh, that's... Dude, you're part of Sarvel. You're Eskimo Brothers kind of, in a way. (laughs) (laughs) That's the weirdest thing. She's inside you. I was inside her. So, there you go. (laughs) After Kiristhrek, who is at the top of round one, stops her part in the ritual, that takes us to Jebediah... What do you do on round one? Uh, fucking strike a pose. Hell yeah. Excuse me. You get that for a free action in the last fight, nice. right? Fucking lightning from somewhere. Anyways. Strikes the axe overhead. I target all four of them with a 500-foot burst. Wait, sorry, what? And cast nature's enmity. Because fuck these oh, guys. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Enmity. And my turns. Delta, uh, well, do I, can I do the one action thing? Fuck it, guidance on Peach Pie. Nice. Alright, now they don't need to make a save for Nature's Enmity, right? No, not till on their turn. They'll do a flat D8 for the birds attacking them. And then they uh, automatically have a 10 foot circumstance bonus speed penalty. And any of them trying to cast primal spells will have to do a DC flat check of 5 or fail. 
Okay, so from a thematic standpoint, there this is a closed chamber. There's no birds and shit. There are now. Well, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, animals and plants, so yeah, vegetation springs up from every surface, giving each target a penalty bonus, and if they're close to those... Penalty bonus? Well, I like how you just keep using the word bonus. Penalty bonus. Bonus? Penalty bonus. Because no, it's a bonus to us, and it's a penalty to them. Wait, so we're even faster now, and they're slower? <laughs> sure. The transitive well, property, is that how that works? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, we seem faster because they're slower. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then as vegetation begins to burst out from the throne glass floor and from the walls, just birds and shit appear in the middle of the ritual chamber, the demons look surprised. But the first thing that happens after Jebediah, Jebediah's turn is one of the v- Vavakias comes up. He uses his first two actions to ready an action. With his third action, he is going to stab at Peach by through the open door. Isn't ready action the last thing you do on your turn? I think we did determine that, but you know, it's not like it matters really. Yeah. I mean, he just does it in the other order. Yeah. He stabs and then readies. <laughs> Stabs Peach Pie and then readies an action. Let's get the stab in there. Uh, Peach Pie does a 50 hit. It would. I see that concealment roll. Uh, natural one on the die for the concealment. Go Alchemist Dedication. Stabbing at the mist form vision that he has as the door was opened. And then he readies that action. All right. Well, Peach Pie. Delay. Peach Pie delays. Wizard, it's your turn. I can't see shit. Wizard, go cast something big and powerful. Yeah, first action, I'm going to have to elf step five, ten feet into a position that I can actually see things. And then I'm going to drop an eclipse burst into the room. Not my plants. (laughs) That looks like a good spot. It's a 60 foot burst? Yeah, eighth level eclipse burst. Reflex saves from all of ya. Eclipse burst goes off, burns away some of the vegetation that's been growing in the room, but it grows back faster and with more vigor immediately afterwards. Alright, so for reflex saves here, uh, a critical failure from Vavakia number one. Wow, this feels familiar. That's all I was looking for. You're permanently blind. one permanent blind. <laughs> that's all I cared about. Yeah, the other three succeed, uh, but one is now blind. Vavakia number one. There's some damage. Probably won't be much because my rolls are always shit. Yeah, I'm 68 damage. It burns, it burns. Oh, God, it burns. 34 on all the successes, 136 for the fail, uh, or critical fail, and he is permanently blinded, and that's all I cared about. That is my turn. Well, then after the wizard blinds one of the bodyguards and deals a little bit of damage to the whole room. Peach Pie will take his oh, turn. Oh, Peach Pie takes his turn. All right. Yeah. Uh, hold on one sec. Moonlight, are you going to be super disappointed if I go in there and get in the way? No, I don't have like a bunch of AOEs like these guys do. I cool. Start off with my hasted action. We're going to start moving. All right, so the one that is number two uses its readied action. Oh, okay. Which was to attack you if you attempted to move past them. All right, cool. I am attempting to move past them. All right, so Vakia 2, not the blind one, stabs at Peach Pie as he's entering the room. 53 to hit. That would be a critical. Oh, my God. Holy shit. 
I rolled a two on the <laughs> d20 for the mischance. Another miss from the mist form elixir. All so right, good. continue your turn. Just stab it at mist from Peach Pie's shadow as he runs by. Flop, 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 flop. So first, uh, swift action to move. Now my actual first action will be to rage. And then my second and third actions will be to sudden charge. So you entered the room and went off to the right immediately after you entered. Where are you charging? I am charging around the blind Vavakia, around a pillar, into the room, onto the eye, up to Sarvel, ever hunger, who I smack with the big top motherfucking steak driver. And I miss with a 42, but that's okay. Here we go. Dude, I always hero pointed with your two hero points. I do have two hero points. No, no, this is going to be way too dangerous for me to waste on that. <laughs> you have two. It's not a waste. <laughs> I joke, though. I'm guessing some serious uh, saves are going to be coming our way. Yep. So after Peach Pie, that takes us over to Sarvel Everhunker. And Sarvel, like Kirasthrek, needed to spend their first action, their first turn, ending the ritual. I don't like that. that that's built in. <laughs> like, that scares me that they're just getting, they're losing an entire turn. <laughs> Is that a manipulate action to stop doing something? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't have a manipulate action. Hey, how trait. about, uh, how about, uh, <laughs> he gives me a quick little DC8. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's do that. Sarvel pauses the ritual and I... Dude, hell yeah. I can't roll for shit, apparently. The roll the fives. <laughs> Lash out and deal 2d10 damage to Sarvel. Ever boy. For 13. Oh, no, ever boy. <laughs> Sarvel, ever boy, and takes 13 points of damage. flat footed until his next turn. Then, after Sarvel, ever hunger, stops the ritual, he lands on the Eye of Aridin symbol on the throne glass and looks at Peach Pie and he says I've been waiting for you I was hoping you would get to see me tear the orbs down and wreak destruction on this pitiful island Oh, I'm sorry I, I didn't mean to ruin everything I don't really know who you are. Would you like to come see the circus? From square one, you've ruined everything. <laughs> yes, we know. And you're about to die, villain! <laughs> that takes us over to Moonlight. Moonlight, it's your turn. Uh, Moonlight takes a five-foot step over so that they can see these four combatants in the room. I'm going to cast... Weird. 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 Nope. Gonna need a will save from the all four of them. Okay. Oh, good. Ouch. Alright. Uh, so Sarvel and Kirasthrek both fail. Okay. Okay. Vavakia number two critically fails. That's the blind one. No, it's I not. Think. No, Vavakia no, one is the no, blind one. one that's not blind. Oh, and then, of course, the blind one succeeds. So, how weird. Tell me more about what happens now. Okay, so first of all, 16d6 mental damage, uh, 44. The two that failed, that was 
just regular fail, they're going to be Sarvel and Kyristek. They're frightened too. Okay. I need a fortitude save from Vivakia 2. Vivakia 2, fortitude save. These Vivakias are going to get shit on. Vivakia 2 gets a 46. I, I want to use a hero point to make him re-roll. Book <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> power by what two? What is what is our book? What is my book power? I've never used. It. That is not a thing in this in this adventure path. Sorry, it's a save by two. What would have a failure? Have would he have just been dead? Insta death. Insta death. Nice. <laughs> that would have been so nice. would have failed. Insta death. Just knock the Vavakias out in the first round. That would have been so great. <laughs> we had to roll a a thirteen or higher. He rolled a fourteen. He had to roll a uh, 13 or higher, yes. Yeah. So literally two lower, and it would have been dead. So it's, it's still fleeing for a turn. So he bought us another round. It's still fleeing for a turn. Yeah. It's, 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 it's out of combat. We, we fucked these Vivakias up pretty the good. Vivaki, the other Vivaki is blind. Gotta love casters. These other two guys are frightened, too. Tyler, you said this combat was supposed to take us like two, three hours, That's, that's right? my turn. Would you shut up? We'll see. We'll see. He said there's phases. There's, yeah, there's phases. Phases. So, like, after we kill the Vavakia, something else is going to come. Are, are we in phase two or yet? He's going to turn into some weird creature. Can we just skip to phase three? Phase three is Aridin. Reborn. Yeah. I want to fuck The hand Aridin. of the dead god. Oh, and that one that succeeded, he's the only frightened one then. And blinded. So Sarvel Everhunger is flat-footed and frightened too right now. David, if you can't hit him, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as good as it gets. Oh, all right. Uh, let's see. It's now Vavaki one's turn. Yeah. Uh, after Moonlight, it is Vavaki number one's turn. This is the Vavakia that is now blind. Does he get attacked by plants? Uh, oh, that's right. I have to roll the... <laughs> Flat check. All right, let's see. There, rolled an 18 on it. All right. Good use of that 18. Yeah, I know, right? With the blind Vakia. Wonderful stuff. Hearing Peach Pie's flap, flap, flap run past him, he's going to use his first action to seek Peach Pie in a cone behind him. So he's going to make a perception check to try to find Peach Pie. How the shit does that work? Rolls a natural 20 on the die. Very well is how it works. <laughs> so he's able to identify which square Peach Pie is in. So he's going to use his second action to stab at that square with his Ransewer. But I have even more than concealment. I'm, like, hidden to him. That's true. He needs to roll an 11 or higher, which he cannot do. He gets a 53, which would have been a critical hit. But again, I cannot overcome the concealment. Seven on the die. Uh, So let's see. He misses with the first attack and is going to try again. 45 to hit, and this time I rolled an 18 for the mischance. All right. So Peach Pie gets stabbed by the blind guy. Okay. For 41 points of damage. Got a 15 foot reach, or 20 foot reach? Is that? Oh, that's 15 for this for weapons, isn't it? However, 13 less than that. Because it's a weapon! So you only actually take three damage? I only actually have three wounds. After the temporary hit points and all that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that is the bottom of round one. That takes us up to the top of round two. It's Kyrostrek's turn. Birds! Birds? Sorry, I'm... <laughs> 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 fucking roll for these birds. The plants. 
Oh, birds, <laughs> right. Sorry. God, I got confused. I was... Birds? Uh, Kira's threat gets a 20 oh. for the nature's enmity, so nothing there. Kira's threat uh, looks at Peach Pie and attempts to invade his mind. Peach Pie, give me a will save. Is this a fear effect? With what school? Occult. Fuck. I recognize spell. <laughs> it is not a spell that you know. Is it a fear effect? He's it is not. He's within line of sight of me. Okay, I will attempt to recognize the spell then. Yeah, because anytime you make a check, you use Arcana, don't you? Yeah, so I'd be legendary in that, so I can do this as a free action. I'll attempt to recognize the spell. Oh, that's pitiful. 41. You've never seen this before in your life. You can't even fathom what this is. There's no gestures. There's no visual manifestations. Do I waste the hero point to try and figure it out, guys? Yeah. I mean, what's your so. objective to possibly counter it? If you know what it is. To possibly counter yeah. it if it is something I mean, extremely bad. Peach Pie has it's a will pretty save, decent yeah. will. He's got a good will save. I don't remember. Does Peach Pie have that, like, succeed as critical yeah. success bullshit? Um, okay, well, I'm not going to yes. worry about it, then. You got this. You got hero points if you don't. Yep. All right. Peach Pie, give me a will save. Will save. Bravo's Brew. 49. Jeez. A 49 is a success, which means... Critical success. There it is. Her eyes go wide as she is mentally blocked off by Peach Pie's resolve. She uses her third action. Hold on, hold on. As she does that, I look at her and I say, Hello. I am the Clown Eternal. (laughs) Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Not just the enemies get to have cool nicknames. Solve hell ever hunger. Jeb the never hungry. <laughs> the never hunger. <laughs> that is phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Oh shit. Hey Tyler, it's nine o'clock, hero point. Yes, Jeb gets a hero point for that one. That was a, that was a solid one. Hero point for Jeb. You got what, three now? Hell yeah, I'm going to use them all at once. Yeah. That's, that's the most you can have. And you literally uh, can't use them all at once. I know. Actually, you could, because you can use them to return. For I guess to save your life. Save your life yeah. You can turn in all of them, but hopefully, no, hopefully not. Uh, Kier's Threk with her third action casts shield on herself. <laughs> okay, PC. <laughs> Cast her with third action. She realizing this ain't no cakewalk no more. Nope, nope, this ain't gonna be what she thought it was gonna be. Okay, well, that takes us over to Jebediah. Still in the the, uh, the stairway, not quite through that first door, Peach Pie's stormed in. It's your turn. Storm Lord! Only Jeb can storm in. I have to flap in. That's true. We're not above ground, are we? We're in, like, literally in a building. You are literally in a building. Son. But we are above ground. Right. You're above ground and you're in a sealed... <laughs> yeah, this is outdoors you know. and above ground. Exactly. Yep. Um, but you always have a storm cloud above you. I create the storms. Um, we're going to cast just because Tyler loves me. Oh no! Slow. God damn it! I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and those two guys literally can't stop you. <laughs> oh, you have to tumble through those squares. I, mean, uh, I don't think... Yeah, you still have to, which is half speed. And making an athletics check. Or, sorry, acrobatics check. 37. 37, and this is versus their... Reflex DC. Reflex DC. That is a success. Blind does not affect reflex save at all. It doesn't. Interesting. So tumble through the frightened guy square. (laughs) (laughs) Done. (laughs) All right. So you use your first action to tumble through. Oh, there was some failures, actually. So what do we got here? We've got Kyristek and Vavakia 1 are failing. Failing. Critical success on the blind guy. And... This blind guy does not want anything else to happen. <laughs> and a simple success from Sarvel. No, Vavakia 1 is the blind one. So the, oh, sorry. The blind guy failed. So we got two failures, a success, and a critical success on slow. So the failures are slowed one for a, a minute. minute. Hey, listen, I left in a real-life turtle cameo. But that's my turn. So cute. Even Sarvel's slowed for one round, right? Yeah. Really fucks the caster up. All right. Well, then, Jeb, after you slide in between the two Vavakias to get within distance of casting slow on all of the enemies, that takes us over to Vavakia number two. This Vavakia is not uh, blind. It runs in sheer terror. From Moonlight, yes. From Moonlight. That's for one round, right? It's for the whole round, yes. Big lunky demon just oh, oh god <laughs> this small scary tree it's moonlight shadow dance technically it's from its worst fear yeah a tree right it's now a it's moonlight <laughs> <laughs> and he also needs to do DC for birds first birds burbs burbs <laughs> get twenty on that Jeez, you're rolling like your twenties all on the of birds. my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so you only get 60 feet of movement. Five. So uh, Vavakia 2, this is the one that it can see still, flees all the way to the back of the chamber past Jebediah, who gets an attack of opportunity. What'd you get? 41 to hit. That hits because it's frightened. Slash at it as it runs by, and it retreats all the way to the back, and that's its turn, which takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Uh, the wizard for his first action will step five feet back so he can actually get line of sight on most of the room. Uh, second and third actions, he's going to cast the ninth level disintegrate. Oh, um, shit. Who would have guessed? Sarvel Everhunger. <laughs> he is flat-footed and frightened. So let's see if I can hit the fucker. I get a 50 to hit. A 50 hits because nice. of all those conditions. 50 hits because of those conditions? Nah, I just wanted to scare Jeez. the shit out of you. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you succeeded. He's got minus four to his AC. <laughs> like, what? I was hoping the minus four would make it be a critical. I was hoping for a crit when I saw a 14. Like, I was like, that minus four is gonna come in handy now. Uh, then a fort save. He gets a 53 on that. So it will end up being half damage because of that success. Oh, would have been a 55 without Frightened again. Oh my god. Dude, I can't roll D10s. I don't know why I even try. <laughs> like, that's so fucking bad. 18 D10. 
comes out to 87 damage. 99 would have been the average. <laughs> yeah, 12 below average. So a half damage, he takes 43 damage. I did nice. that much damage with the 8th level Eclipse Burst on the room that he succeeded on. Fucking hate, hate my life, man. <laughs> I don't know why I use Disintegrate like when I just can't roll to save my life. But I mean, you gotta you hit him. Because the, it's the fun. damage dice is the problem. Just move on. <laughs> We're done. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> After the wizard gets that hit off on Sarva with the disintegrate, Peach Pie, it's your turn. Well, time to just attack like a barbarian does. Swing. That's a nat one. All right, I will take one of my two hero points. I will take a hero point, and we'll swing again. We'll get a 50 to hit. A 50 hits. And we'll deal 53 damage. All right. Smack Sarvel, and you hear a crunch, and he does that thing that a boxer does where he goes into the hit, and he's just staring daggers at you, and he hisses. Action two, I will use Awesome Blow and make an athletics check against his Fortitude DC, on which I'll get only a 46. 46 is a failure. All right. He is still pushed back five feet, and I will still follow him. Uh, I'd like him to go the just the other way, just to straight to the right. Yeah, just like that. Um, with my third action, I think I will five-foot step to get in between him and Kiro Shrek, and then hoping that Kiro Shrek has a lower AC, I will use my hasted action to attack Kiro Shrek at my first negative attack penalty and get a 39 to hit and miss 39 does miss that's me then after peach pie continues to get up in the face of these casters or of the caster and and uh, sarvel everhunger that takes us over to sarvel now sarvel is going to lose his first action because of the slowed condition after that he looks up and you see he waves a hand above his head and he speaks a word. And as soon as he does, you hear from in the walls, and gears begin to come to life, made of that cut green emerald. I don't suppose doing that was a manipulate action. It wasn't, actually. Right. The entire room vibrates as huge stone gears and shafts start to turn dust sifting down from the ceiling as seams appear in the smooth marble overhead. The seams widen, and the entire ceiling is dilating to reveal the clear sky above. And with a sudden lurch, the translucent stone underfoot begins to rise up through the now roofless chamber and into the cold open air atop the Cortos Mounts. This fool... Does he not know we have a Jeb? A Storm Lord? I'm gonna take the storms and make them mine. Did he get attacked by birds? Oh, good reminder. Yes, he does need to do the bird DC. Let's get that out of the way. Now that there's an open ceiling for the birds to f- swoop in through, diving at Sarvel, but he avoids them. 16 on the die. All right, so for his second and third action... He's going to use an ability that he has called Writhe Independently. And he makes a tentacle strike at Peach Pie. 
So one of those bladed tentacles on his back lashes out at Peach Pie. Uh, 57 to hit. That will be a critical hit at my... He rolls a five against the concealment. Yeah, my concealment does not come through, but I will use my fortification breastplate. Roll a d20, see if I can turn that crit into a normal hit. I do not. So, Peach Pie, you are going to take 66 points of slashing damage. Does this count as a weapon? No. Okay. So it's bladed. It is bladed, but I get it. It's like a demon tentacle. You described the whole thing. I remember. Yes, I did. I will use my reaction now to attack him back because I got crit. I don't use it very often, but I have it. 45 to hit. 45 hits. I will deal him 51 damage. He takes it. It takes another body blow from the big top stake driver. That one hit him because of all of the effects for certain. In the same action, the one that I mentioned, writhe independently, that the other tentacle, he's got two, lashes out at Jebediah. Oh, shit. 25 feet away. Damn. Uh, 55 to hit. Uh, yeah. Oh, one second. Oh, I already used my attack on my reaction, haven't I? On that other guy? Okay. Yes, he ran away. Yeah, 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 we're good. Alright, then Jebediah, you will take... 75 points of slashing damage and then for his third action he's going to use those tentacles to grab both Peach Pie and Jebediah and he begins to swallow us whole (laughs) and at the end of his round he looks Peach Pie in the eye as his tentacle is grappling a bit wraps around his neck and around his torso and it starts to squeeze and Sarvel looks him in the eyes and he says I learned your so that I could tell you to eat shit in this moment. I'm sorry you're taking this so personally, but that wasn't very friendly. (laughs) We just wanted you to come see the circus. (laughs) After Sarval, that takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. I don't really want to get all that close to these guys, you know? Oh. I think I'm just going to have to go with uh, Weird again, just because it's ridiculously powerful. Fucking Weird again? Jesus. All right. (laughs) Now they've all got negatives to their saves. And you can see all of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, dice are on the board. I rolled awfully. All of them fail. Oh, my. But none of them critically fail. Okay. Well, they all take full damage. It's 45. One of them partially resisted it? Yeah, Kurosek is resistant to mental. Oh, okay. Must have missed that the first time. And then, since they all regular failed, they're all frightened too. Just re-upping the frightened condition. Yep. That's huge in this combat so far. I do have to say something. I forgot to mention this at the end of Sarvel's turn. Uh, the platform is moving up. You are still not in the room. You will no longer be able to be with Peach Pie or Jebediah if you don't get onto the platform in your turn. Then I will move into the room. The wizard's like, I'm a fucking dragon. <laughs> I can get into whatever room I want. Um, and that movement will end my turn. Then, after Moonlight, that's going to take us over to Vavakia number one. This birds. Uh, bir- oh, yeah. First, birds. 
Uh, gets eight on it. That's a success, right? I think it is eight, yeah. So. yeah he needed an eight, I think. There we go. All right. Uh, somehow avoids the, the diving uh, mountain eagles. With his first action, well, he loses that. Thanks, Jeb. For his second action, he's going to seek out Jebediah, and I get a 46 on the seek. Uh, seek is your stealth DC. Um, all right. I don't have one of those. I got a 14. Yeah, I guess I'm on trade. So. Your stealth DC is a 14? Yeah. That's a critical success. So uh, you're aware of it. And wait, hold on a second. If you were searching for creatures, any unattack- undetected or hidden creature you critically succeeded against becomes observed by you. What? Totally makes sense on a blind guy. So that means he's not going to have to make the DC 11 check. He only has to make a DC 5 check. Because of your concealment. Because of the mist form. Yeah. Dumb. Well, a creature you detect might remain hidden rather than becoming observed if you're using an imprecise sense or if an effect such as invisibility prevents the subject from being observed. Wouldn't blind prevent it from being observed? Yeah, okay, I see that. I see that. Where's that second so paragraph? still be hidden. Third paragraph. Third? Always the last paragraph. Oh, the last sentence even, of course. Yeah, all right. I see that. I see that. So instead of the, the critical success, it'll we'll just give it the the regular he could attack you. Yeah, but you're still hidden. Still hidden. Yes. Go the Rand sewer attack with a 48 to hit. Needs me to DC 11. Gets an 8. I nimbly... I don't nimbly do anything. He just misses me. <laughs> I'm standing. <laughs> then, yeah, that's the Vavakia's turn. Lose first action seek and then stab all right yep that's it that takes us up to the top of round three kiris threk where she is attacked by birds birds <laughs> fucking birds i feel like this spells more just annoying than anything. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you something to do on everybody's turn feels like it feels like i'm just wasting all my high mm-hmm. d20 rolls there's another 16 to avoid birds <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, Kirastek, uh, because, again, Jebediah uh, loses her first action. With her second and her third action, she casts a spell. Oh, shit. And the spell goes off. Peach by you're put into a maze. I'm in a maze? Well, yeah, nor the attack of opportunity. <laughs> no, I can't. I already used it. I already used it. Oh, you used it. Uh, who'd you use it I'm- on? I used it when Sarvel crit me. I thought about saving it for uh, our Right. Shit. Okay, never mind. Well, it's not an issue. Then, yeah, the maze goes off. Can I counteract it? Are you within sight of Kyrostrek? Yeah. I think you are. Yeah, straightforward. I can see Kyrostrek. Yeah, absolutely. I have maze prepared even, so I don't even need to do my creative bullshit. It's just a straight up attempt at counteracting it. Yeah, assuming. Yeah, so plus 35 bonus. And this is against her spell DC. That was a 54. It's an 8th level maze. Fuck. A 54? Yep. And a 19 on the die? That's a success. It's success? also an 8th level maze. Yeah. Just a success? I guess probably they probably have the similar save. Okay, I reflect it. I mean, it does have a negative two to his DC because of right. I don't think a critical success does anything. Does I don't think it? a critical. I mean, it just makes it so that 
you could do higher level, but a success does plus one, so it uh, would do then, then, yeah, I didn't even consider the frightened condition. Yeah, because of the frightened condition, yes, that is a critical success. It, make, it feeds my ego a little bit, so thank you. I reflect it. <laughs> you just mazed yourself. So she gets mazed? <laughs> yeah, she. I reflect it back on her. Kira's <laughs> no. threat just boop, disappears. Oh, that's right. There is no save. There's no save. There's no nope. save. She is mazed. There's no save to maze. <laughs> Which is exactly why she was trying to do it to Peach Pie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> all those class feats, all those class feats culminate in this That moment. moment that one moment Guys, right there. <laughs> took so many goddamn feats to do all this. I did it once and it's the final combat of the AP. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. I've had reflex At level 20. I've had reflex spell since level 14. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Level 14? I've had a spell since level 14, and I have never wow. used it before. Wow, man. <laughs> Love that. For all the shit we give David, I've been fucking up, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, uh, it took her second and third action to cast that, so it's not like she can do anything. She just is right into the maze she cast herself as the wizard reflects it back onto her see see we knew they knew all about us that's why you never used it, it was strategy she has no idea yeah, they no don't clue. know I can reflect spells because I didn't know I could reflect spells <laughs> <laughs> well then after Kiristhek accidentally buzzes herself or zaps herself into uh, an ultimate plane Jebediah it's your turn you are currently grabbed right now. Does Sarvel think his friend just, like, dipped on him? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm out. No, I would say the wizard's counterspell was probably obvious enough to be able to tell the difference. Uh, Sarvel's right. actually a really smart dude. He did learn my tongue just to tell me to eat shit, so. Yeah, yeah. He learned common. He learned Talden to tell Peach Pie to eat shit. All right. <laughs> What's this thing? I got a free athletics... You get a uh, hasted athletics. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, that's specifically for escaping, right? I'm free. I get a 30. I'm free. Wait, I'm sorry. What? No, 3 to 30 doesn't get it. In fact, you critically fail and you can't try again. Stormlord! You need to give me a manipulate uh, DC because you're grabbed. So roll a 5 or higher to cast that spell. Uh, Damn it! Hero point. Row the three. Hero point to a 15. Okay, all right, all right. Well used hero point. Uh, Your spell goes off. I will strike a lightning down at Sarvel. Sarvel, on the reflex save for that, gets a 47. He will take half of 10d6 for a whopping 16. He takes all that damage. And then I'll attempt to swing at Vavakia 1, and I'll miss him. Then after Jebediah, that takes us over to Vavakia number 2. This is the one that, in the previous round, fled all the way to the rear of the chamber. It loses its first action because it's slowed. Wait, no. I don't have slowed, slowed. This one didn't get slowed. So for his first action, he strides up to Peach Pie. What's up, bro? And with his second action, he attempts to shove you. Okay. And gets a 42. Nah, I don't think so. That's against a reflex save? Fort, fort DC. That's a fort for shove? Yeah, I know all about shove. Yeah, fortitude DC. Oh, because yeah. trip is reflex. 
hits. Yep, exactly. So that doesn't work, right? It does not. Then instead, it's going to swing around and attempt to thwack you with its tail. Tail? Please holding multiple weapons. Attack me with one of those. It's tail. God yeah, damn it. Tail's probably agile yeah, or some crap agile. like that. Yeah. Ah, yeah, you can miss with a 37 anyways. It's almost more fun to have him hit and see all the damage not go through than to have him miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's just seeing your own return on investment. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Then after the Vavakia, that takes us over to the wizard. Wizard, you must move on to and into the room this round. Otherwise, the platform will pass you by. Five, fifteen. I move to the north side of the room, kind of by where Moonlight was or is. um, And I begin casting. I start an implosion for my second and third actions. Okay. Who's the uh, target? Good old ninth level implosion. Uh, the only one I can really see from this position is Vivakia number two or Vivakia one, so we're going to start with Vivakia two. The one that's not blind. All right. Uh, Vivakia two, the fortitude save for the implosion, we get a 50 on the fortitude save. Uh, that'll save, so half damage, it's 37 damage. That's my turn. Well, then after the wizard, that takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. We go on tax Harvell. Mm. Oh, God! Mm. That twenty. Yeah, that that that's that. Get that crit damage, buddy. Get that crit damage. Ninety-two damage, and he is now bleeding two d twelve, and knocked prone. Bleeding? Where's the bleeding come from? That comes from my brutal critical. Ah, barbarian bullshit. And that doesn't. That's not like restricted to slashing weapons. It's Damn. not. <laughs> that fuck. With the hammer, I just imagine it's internal bleeding, 2d12. I mean, at this point. Anyway, he is prone, bleeding 2d12. I will attack him again as he's on the ground. And we'll hit with a 45. 45 hits? Yeah. And I deal him 50 damage. All right. Peach Pie. The Sarvel is knocked down on the ground, and you stand over top of him. He looks you in the eye, and he says, Do it, you stupid. You could have just enjoyed the show. We have lots of popcorn. You wouldn't have had to be hungry anymore. Splat. And you bring the big top steak driver down on Sarvel and crunch. Sweet. Sarvel is dead. We think. I don't know. I don't put it past him trying to come back, but he's got 2 to 12 bleed on him, so. It seemed too easy. It did. It seemed too easy. Uh, I will attack Vivakia 2 with my third action and my third attack penalty. I, do, I don't get into that very much. But here we go. I get a 41 to hit and do. Uh, yeah, 41 hits. I will deal him 68 damage. Nice. That is a big hit against the Vivakia. Uh, he is almost down, but still up. And what is their AC? Uh, their AC is 42. You are correct. He got that hit because of the frightened one condition. <laughs> well, with my hasted action, I'll just swing again at my third attack penalty. Can I hit roll another 15? Four times in one turn? No is the answer to that question. <laughs> it's almost like you buffed all the hell for the final battle, right? Yeah, almost like we did. That's me. Just killing the boss of the entire campaign. Nonchalantly. No big deal. No big deal. Knocks his head off. Peach Pie, take a hero point. 
Yay! That's my 9 to 10 hero point. <laughs> then after Peach Pie smashes Sarvel Everhunger underneath the big top stake driver and deals a massive blow to the Vavakia next to him, the clanking of the gears, the rising floor, the platform reaches the top of the Verdant Beacon. And even though you're in the middle of a combat situation right now, the view is breathtaking. Floating above you are four Aeon Orbs. And because of the resonant reflection that you have to these Aeon Orbs, you can feel it. When you look up at the Aeon Orbs, you can see it. They are corrupted by how far into the Extinction Curse ritual they are used. And you see four blood-red ethereal tethers all going right toward Sarvel Everhunger's corpse. And one of them flares and then dims. And the cord from that Aeon Orb gets thicker as it pumps energy into Sarvel. All of that energy that's being pumped into Sarvel from this Aeon Orb, dimming its light significantly, restores him to full health, removes the frightened condition, reconstitutes his form, and he opens his eyes and looks right up at Peach Pie and says, Hello. Oh, you want to come to the show after all? So he's going to use his first action to stand up. He's going to use his first action to get attacked by birds. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, birds. <laughs> he gets a 12. I guess I will take my rejuvenated attack of opportunity and try and hit him as he stands. And get a 52 to do so. A 52 hits. As he stands, I will deal him an amount of damage. 50. He takes the hit as he stands up, and it bounces off of his now fresh form. With his second action, he uses that special ability he has, writhe independently. As he stands up, a third tentacle bursts from his back. That sounds painful. It's Jebediah and Peach Pie who are getting attacked with the tentacle here. Jeb does a 47 hit you. Yeah. Alright, he gets a 12 to overcome the concealment, so that's a hit with the tentacle. Peach Pie does a 45 hit. It would! If not for the greatest of all alchemical items, Mistform Elixir. Yeah, I rolled a 1 on the mischance. That's rough. Okay, so, uh, the damage to Jebediah here. Jeb, you take 42 points of damage. And Jebby is going to grab you once more. What a rude dude. Rude dude. With his, with his third action, uh, it's just casting harm on Peach Pie. Oh, one action harm? The first, yeah, one action harm. So, Peach Pie, I am going to need a... It's a fortitude save. Fortitude save. Fortitude. Yeah, Peach Pie, I need a fortitude save. Hell yeah. I love those. Get that. Roll an 18 on the die. 54. Critically succeed. Yeah, the 54 is a success. Not a critical success, but it is a success. Critical success. So it becomes a critical success. Oh, because of the... Yeah, never mind. Because Clown Eternal. Because Clown Eternal. Eternal. (laughs) (laughs) That is Sarvel's turn. That takes us over to Moonlight. Moonlight, on your turn, as the Aeon Orbs come into focus, you feel as though the cleansing from the pool that you did down below would give you 
the opportunity to combine that with your resonant reflections and actually take one of the Aeon Orbs from Sarvel. You can see those three cords, those tendrils leading to Sarvel. You could attempt to reclaim an Aeon Orb from him at a bonus because of the cleansing. And what kind of check and action would that be? So the reclaim an Aeon Orb action... You can see an Aeon Orb that is currently controlled by Sarvel Everhunger is one of the requirements. And it is a three-action activity. You would make a DC 48 check using Arcana, Nature, Occultism, Religion, or Aridan Lore. Yeah, we won't be doing that, guys. Sorry. I can't do it. It does that. say the DC of the check is lower by two for each resonant reflection that you have. We have, what, four or five of them? In addition... The cleansing that you received in the cleansing pool gives you a plus three circumstance bonus to reclaiming an Aeon Orb. So it'd be a 38 rather than a 48. Yeah, I still have really bad intelligence and wisdom, so those checks would not go well for me. Now, anybody can take uh, the three-action reclaim an Aeon Orb activity. It is not just limited to Moonlight. Moonlight just gets a bonus to it. Yeah, I only have like a plus 29, so I would need, I mean, I guess it's only a 9 to take one over. It's not terrible, but I'll keep it in mind. I don't think I want to do that right now. Wizard, you're going to just take them all. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'd only need to roll a 4. Oh, but yeah, jump to then. <laughs> you guys have 34s. I have 36 in nature. Yeah, and if you have five resonant reflections, that makes it a 38. You only need a two. Yeah, okay, I need a two. I'm taking some orbs. Yeah, you guys take the orbs. I, I'm i not going to be able to. I will after this round, next round. Okay, Um, I move forward, and I cast Voracious Gestalt. Oh, this spell. Create a powerful spirit entity that grows and builds strength by consuming the spirits of foes you slay. When you cast the spell, Gestalt deals 14d6 negative damage to all living creatures of your choice. I love this spell. So, fortitude saves. So here come the fortitude saves. We've got... Kyrostek's not there. Yeah, Kyrostek's not there. She's in the maze. Well, then ignore Kyrostek's. Even though Kyrostek... Critically I think, failed. Critically failed. Uh, Sarvel gets a critical success with a 55. And uh, one of the Vavakias saves, and the other one fails. 47 to Vavakia 2, 0 to Sarvel, and 23 to Vavakia 1. Uh, so Vavakia 2, this is not the blind one, this is the other one. Vavakia 2 dies from that effect. That's so good. Yeah, it's really good, because uh, then at the end of my turn, which it is now... The emanation radius grows by 20 feet and deals an extra 1d6 damage anytime it kills a creature. That's the end of my turn. That takes us over to Vavakia 1. This is the blind boy. Oh, but he's in my aura. He is. He needs to make a fortitude save, right? And roll for birds. (laughs) Oh, and birds. (laughs) Let's not forget. Uh, Birds roll. Ah, 13 on the die, man. Oh, it's if they end their turn in the area, so... I'll wait till the end of his turn to make him roll. <laughs> Please, he's going to be in the area anyways. Just, yeah, go ahead. Uh, he gets 42 and fails. Yeah, 42. He takes 26 damage. Okay, he's still up. On his turn, 
He loses his first action because he's still slowed from Jebediah's effect. For his second action, he seeks. This time, he seeks for the spellcaster. Gets a 43 versus your stealth DC. That is a regular success. Okay. So he's going to be able to pinpoint you for an attack with his third action. And he's actually going to lunge at you with his jaws as opposed to his Ransuer. Gets a 45 to hit. Uh, yeah, it hits. Okay. For the blind mischance, chance, he rolls an 8. And he misses. Sucks to be you. Just to the left of Moonlight's head, there's a large chomp and snarl from this draconic head on this Vavakia demon. Okay, well, that's its turn. It loses its frightened condition, finally. That takes us up to the top of round four. Uh, Kirastek, I feel like we haven't heard from her in so long. She's in the <laughs> maze. Uh, she needs to make a perception nah, or... she just needs to not sustain it. Yeah. It's her spell, what? right? That was the it's thing. Her spell. Yeah, it's her spell. Yeah. I didn't cast. So maze. she just has to not sustain it, and then she'll come back. At the end of her round, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess she could. Yeah, she could seek in order to get out earlier. I suppose that's true. I mean, she is still slow. So even if she made it out, she'd have an action. Inside the maze, she doesn't sustain the spell. She casts another spell instead. Say, so probably better off buffing herself, which nobody can see. She'll have no idea that Sarvel died. She'll be like, boss, you're killing it. You look great. (laughs) (laughs) You look great, boss. (laughs) (laughs) Then, after Kyrsthek casts a spell in the maze that she doesn't sustain any longer, that takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Lightning bolt. Wait, no, she comes back then, right? Yeah, she's back. You don't see her. Oh, man. Uh. Reflex save! Who? Sarvel. Sarvel. Reflex save gets a 49. He'll take 17 points of damage. Alright. So, did taking these orbs that do anything? Like, if we take them while he dies? Or am I just healing? If you take it, it heals you, and then my assumption would be he can't use it to heal himself. Oh, okay. Well, I will attempt a three-action... Nature check at a DC 38. I get a 54. <laughs> Holy I, shit. I, I, I think you succeed. Do you get two of them? Was there a critical success option? There, there, there is a critical success, but it it's, it's it should be in the, the thing I shared with you. Yeah, it says it, it's it just reads pretty much the same. So with a critical success, you break Sarvel Everhunger's connection to the Aeon Orb and restore a portion of its energy. The orb immediately casts a ninth level heal spell on you or a single ally within 30 feet of you, your choice, and you regain any expended uses of any resonant reflections that you have. Yeah, I'll just cast a big-ass heal on myself. Blop, and I'm full. And I have claimed an orb... So Jeb looks up, reaches out to the Aeon Orb ahead. He's been with the circus since day one. He has all of the resonant reflections, and he uses its power to break that blood-red tether between that one of the Aeon Orbs and Sarvel. It bursts with life and heals Jebediah, and that tether has been severed. There are now only two Aeon Orbs connected to Sarvel. Hell yeah, Jeb. I did it. 
Well, that takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. I wanted to do this when the fucking Vavakia was still alive, but I think I'm going to still do it just because it seems like fun. Uh, 5, 10, 15 feet closer to everybody. Second action, I will sustain my implosion onto Sarvel. Alright, fortitude save? Yep. That's a 47. That is a success, so he'll take 37 damage. And then I'm going to quicken cast Prismatic Spray. Quicken cast, okay. Because Prismatic Spray just seems like fun. So I'm going to need a D8 from Sarvel and a D8 from Kyrostrek if they're still in that spot. If they're still in that same square? Yeah. It's a 30-foot cone, so it should be... All right, so Sarvel's D8. Be something fun. Four. Aww. That's, that's not the worst. Okay. That's going to be a fortitude save from Sarvel. All right. He gets a 50. Hmm. Even worse. Yeah, that negates the effect. Sad. That would have been poison damage and enfeebled one. A success completely negates it? Yeah. Even though Kyrostek is invisible, she also is caught in it. Five on the die for her. Give me a fortitude save. <laughs> Please fail. Please fail. It's going to be so much fun if you fail. I promise you. Oh, five on the die. Yes. 36. <laughs> Affected by stone to, or flesh to stone. Oh. <laughs> Your invisible guy that just popped out of the maze I reflected, I just turned to stone. <laughs> Hold on. I got I to gotta, I gotta read the spell before... It's 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 flesh it's stone to fl- er, Fle- flesh flesh to stone, stone right yeah I'm gonna look it up too quick and is a 36 just a regular failure or a critical failure it was one away from a critical failure okay so the target is slowed one and must attempt a fortitude save at the end of each of its turns oh that's this so ongoing sad. save has the incapacitation trait that's oh, even worse. On a failed save, the slowed condition increases by one or on two, or by two on a critical Flesh save. Flesh of Stone sucks. That's so and disappointing. And a successful save reduces the slowed condition by one. You know, actually, it's it's actually it's a pretty it's a pretty good spell. Incapacitation fucks it though. The slowed one wouldn't stack with the other slowed condition, right? No. It doesn't. No. So she would have to critically fail. In order for it to increase her slow contest. Which is likely not going to happen. I haven't been rolling great. You'd have to roll four or lower. Depending if she's frightened or anything else. Yeah, I reiterate. Uh, So I'm going to say that she is not visible yet. Man, I thought Flesh the Stone was going to be so much better than that. I should have wished for something better. Was that the first thing that you... They just assumed, right? I feel like that's the first time I've ever looked well, at that Well, it just says it's affected by Flesh to Stone. This sounds fun. And then you read Flesh to Stone. And it's complicated and not fun. You might be changing your mind in a few rounds. Eh, <laughs> uh, she'll be dead before then. Oh, she's still green, so... She's hardly taking yeah, any standing by Peach Pie, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Peach Pie, it's your turn. Okay. But she's still invisible, right? She is still invisible, yes. Alright, well, Sarvel time. Was there any effect that would have told us that she came back? No. I get a 40 and miss. I do have two hero points. I'll take one of them. And we'll swing again with that first attack. Ah, 43 and miss. Damn. Alright, action two. We'll just swing again. 
45 and this. Peach my crit fishes. Damn. This isn't working. Third action. Just, yeah, I've got nothing to do but swing at him. And I hope for a 20, which I have not yet gotten. Nope. I miss. Sarvel dodges out of the way with newly rejuvenated health from one of the Aeon Orbs, which takes us over to Sarvel Everhunger. With his first action, he takes a five-foot step back from Peach Pie. With his second and third action, begins to cast a spell. Recognize spell? It is not on your list. Is it primal? No. God damn it! <laughs> I've cast an enemy like seven times and nothing's been primal. <laughs> oh, hold on. I forgot the Starver's bird check. Yeah, thank you. No, he makes the bird check. God damn it. 48. Does that succeed or fail? 48 tells you that he is casting Whale of the Banshee. Fuck is a Whale of the Banshee. <laughs> It's been cast. Your scream chills the souls of enemies that hear it. Each living enemy in an area takes 8d10 negative damage and must attempt a fortitude save. You take full damage even if you succeed. If you fail, you get drained. If you critically fail, you're drained four. And the traits in that are auditory, death, necromancy, and negative. Well... That spell looks very painful, and I just don't like them casting so many spells around me. I'm gonna nullify it. Nullify. Nullify. Level nullify. ten spell. I, I mean, I gotta use a level ten at some point, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> nullify is a tenth level spell. It's cast as a reaction. Uh, it triggers a foe within range. Cast a ninth level or lower spell. It's 120 foot range. Uh, I instantly destroy the incoming spell at the cost of mental feedback to myself. Um, I automatically counteract the spell, but the feedback brings you unavoidable harm. You lose 1d8 hit points per level of the triggering spell. So I'm going to lose... I'm going to take 98 hit point damage. But I destroy the spell, basically. Alright, well then take 50 points of damage. Sarvel casts a spell, magically enhanced, he shrieks into the air... And, Wizard, you take all of that magical energy and you reflect it back on. He just needs to take a orb bag next turn and he'll be fully healed. That was my thought. They're my orbs! <laughs> I was going to ask if I could reflect the spell somehow based off of me destroying that spell or whatever, but it doesn't work like that. Sad, the reflex spell only works when I counter spell. Nullify. Oh, you have to counter spell, not just the, counteract. Yeah, because the moment I saw that it says it automatically counteracts it, I was wondering if reflex spell works off counteract or if it's. But yeah, no, I have to counter spell to but counteract it works off to of use counter it. Spell. Yeah, yeah. The resource you're using for this isn't that class feat; it's that tenth level spell. All right. Well, Will of the Banshee gets nullified by the wizard, and he takes fifty points of damage as the magical reverberations vibrate through his form. And uh, that's Sarvel Heverhunger's turn, which takes us over to Moonlight. Oh, but before his turn completely ends, I need a fortitude save. Oh, that's right, fortitude save, gestalt shit. Uh, He gets a 42. He takes 76 negative damage. 27 negative damage. Good rolls. Moonlight, it's your turn. And Kyrostek is invisible. We don't actually know where that person is. Correct. Okay, I'm going to need a will save from him now. 
Uh, he gets a 48. Good job, Servo. So that's a success. This is Canticle of Everlasting Grief. For one round, he is dismayed by a melody distilled from pure grief, conveying the inevitable loss of everything he cherishes. He takes, uh, let's see, it was a success, so he only takes 5d6 mental damage. Comes frightened one, and can't benefit from circumstance or status bonuses for one round. Um, then, uh, Sarvel Everhunger, as he gets his, right after he gets his spell completely nullified by the wizard, he has this vision of you all, a Tom, like, above the world, the entirety of the Cortos Isles surrounding you, and he fails as you take back all of the Aeon Orbs one at a time and stop his scheme, and he despairs. And he takes 20 damage from that. From that 5d6 mental. Mental damage. And third action, I'll cast shield. Okay. <laughs> Guys. Or Vivakia 1. <laughs> Vivakia 1's still alive. Uh, Why? He's... <laughs> nobody cares about it. It hasn't done anything yet. He's still blind, still slowed 1, and still needs to make seek actions in order to attack anybody, meaning it really only gets one attack. So, let's get to it. Perception check, 42 versus your stealth, DC. Yeah. What's stealth? I do actually yeah. have a stealth, but it's not good, so... Also lunging out with a, a jaw attack again. 49 to hit. Is it hit? Roll the natural one to overcome mischance. <laughs> and just fails this to hit. Poor, poor Slovakia. He's, oh, he's trying... Oh, he's trying. At what point does a demon just, like, dip out? Uh, he also needs to make a fortitude save at the end, right? Uh, yeah, I need a fortitude save. Okay, he gets, oh god, a 39. He fails. He takes 21 negative damage from the Gestalt. He takes all of it. He's still alive, but he takes all of it. Alright, that takes us to the top of round five. That is Kyrostrek. And she is invisible to the party at the moment. She is going to cast a spell. Inside of the maze, she cast Disappearance. In the spell Disappearance, it says, You shroud a creature from others' senses. The target becomes undetected, but not just to sight, but to all senses allowing the target to count as invisible no matter what precise and imprecise sense an observer might have. So because it's a, it's invisible to all senses, you wouldn't hear the spell being cast. So she casts a spell while under the effects of disappearance, and that spell is targeted at Peach Pie, and Peach Pie gets mazed. Okay. Nullify. We can't because we don't know it's being cast. I don't have any reactions anyways. And I only have revival. I'm fucking lying. (laughs) So Peach Pie just disappears. Uh, Then that's Kiros Thek's turn. That's going to take us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. I need that guy to make a bird check. Bird check. Wait, hold on. Kiros Thek? Oh, yeah. Even while invisible? Man, all right. The plants. They're plants and birds. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, anyways, 
Ooh, lightning bolt. Effortless concentration. I'm assuming on Sarvel, right? Yeah, we'll keep poking at him. He finally fails. Yep, she get, he gets a 37. And we hit him for 34. And he takes some lightning damage as the storm strikes from above. Attempt to consume. He did not attempt to grapple me again, correct? Uh, not this turn, correct. Okay. I will retrieve another orb. Okay. So all three actions to retrieve another orb. What'd you get on the uh, check? 51. Uh, Jeb, you reach out to the orb like you did before, using your own resonant reflection and connection to them to tear that tether from Sarvel. You feel this strengthening of that attempt coming from somewhere else. Give me a nature check. Part of me wants to let Jeb take all of these so that he be- really becomes fucking like Thor, just like super powered. Yeah. 55 nature check. Jeb, you recognize that something is pushing your connection to the Aeon Orb using their own influence. You can't necessarily tell where it's coming from, but it has to be within those on the battlefield right now. Uh, 55 didn't identify it? No, it did. It did. You you know it's coming from an occult source within the battlefield. You just don't know exactly who from. Well, it's probably that invisible dude. He's just helping out. He doesn't really like Servo. He's switching sides. Well, anyways, here's a thousand HP, you wizard. And that's all I got. Otherwise, I was going to cast it on the, vacat- the fucking blind guy. <laughs> <laughs> just it's out of mercy, right? So as Jeb reaches out and severs the connection from a second Aeon orb from Sarvel Everhunger, uh, he pushes that energy from the orb over to the wizard, rejuvenating him and bringing him back to full health. Sarvel now only has one Aeon orb that is tethered to him. And that takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Can you share the rules for that thing again? I mean, you steal it, you get to heal, what, and he doesn't get the benefit the, of it anymore. What were the check options? Arcane was one all, of them. All so. of the, all of yeah, the all of them. spell casting options. I got a 52. A 52? You don't feel the same thing that Jeb felt from the, the aid from some occult source, but that is a success. I saw a shiny stone. I wanted the shiny stone. Jeb got two of them. I want one. Can I take the orb from him? The wizard gonna fight over him. <laughs> How fucking dare he? He's not even part of the circus. <laughs> Yo, I'm just getting the fuck out of here. You can come after me. Dip. Oh, I got what I came for. He can survive on other planes. <laughs> I'm gonna fall. Can he travel between planes? <laughs> I become a wizard. <laughs> That's your next twenty levels. Then after the wizard also reaches out and severs the connection from the final Aeon Orb from Sarvel, he looks up at the Aeon Orbs as the final one is severed, and he roars in defiance, and he says, No, this isn't how this was supposed to go. Why won't you die? Just die! 
Dude, you've done 69 damage to us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Beach pie. It's your turn. Oh, I make a no, perception check. When I took that, I got to use a heal, right? They have a peach pie's maze. Oh, that's right. You do get to use a, a no, heal. No, peach pie's mazed. Peach yeah. pie is mazed. Otherwise, I would have healed him. Is anybody else hurt? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I healed a Vavakia. <laughs> do you? Do, I feel, don't heal the fucking I feel Vavakia. bad that I blinded him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think you can anyways. It says ally. So there. Now give me the fucking orb. What if I do a level three and heal everybody? Or Sounds three awful. action, I mean. <laughs> everybody gets nothing. Basically. Anyway, I'm taking my turn. And I roll a perception check to get out of the maze. I get a 47. A 47? Is that enough to be on the path? <laughs> that is a success. So you are on the path. Excellent. I roll another perception check. I can do that, right? No, you can only do once per turn. You can only do one per turn? Oh. So yep. you now have two actions to do whatever the fuck you want. All right. I uh, cast my resonant reflection of life. All right. Or no, not the resonant reflection of life. Not yet. I want to do that in the face of the orb. Instead, I do my um, my uh, skin? other one. Skin one. Relic gift life everlasting. Two actions for one minute. I emit positive energy and a 10-foot emanation. Blah, blah, blah. That way I get to heal 10 points at the end of my turn. So, there we go. All right. Done. So you healed 10 points at the end of your turn. Then it is Sarvel's turn. Sarvel uses his first action to run past the space where Peach Pie was. Hold on, I gotta count it because he has a minus 10. And also Burbs. Oh, yeah, burbs. 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 Damn it. 19 on the die for the Burbs. One of that 2d10. Fuck. After his first action, he uses a free action to look around, and he even looks over at the blind Vavakia, and he can see clearly that his sight isn't working. Absolutely useless. And engages his stench, his aura. I'm glad I'm in a maze. Sarvel Everhunger unleashes an enraging stench aura. And this is for the Wizard, Moonlight, Jebediah, the Vavakia, and Kirostek technically as well. Is it just stinky? He's stanky. Honestly, the most terrifying thing he's done so far. <laughs> so terrible. But true. So I need fortitude saves. The whiz rolls on that 20. Hell yeah. Well, that's critical success. Jeb? 38. That's a failure in Moonlight. 41. Also a failure. Okay. For those that fail, they are sickened two and confused for one round. Oh, fucking confusion. It's so stupid. While within the emanation, the creature takes a minus two penalty to saves to recover from the sickened condition. Creature that succeeds the save is temporarily immune to all Zogath stenches for one minute. It'll be the wizard. I have a reaction. You have a reaction? I get to re-roll this thing. The, the, the spell. From my head's band of inspired wisdom. Oh, you do? Okay. Trigger, you fail a saving throw that makes you confused. Seriously? No shit. Well, there's more of that. I just, I mean, it's also fascinating and stupefied. But God damn. Okay. All right. So what do you have to do? That's so specific. He just gets a re- re-roll. 
Once per hour you fail a saving throw against... Oh, just kidding. Effect. The headband clears your mind. Oh, you can re-roll to saving throw and get, take the better result. Oh, okay, yeah, so you so. roll twice, take the better. Got it. So go ahead and do another save there. <laughs> cool. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, no, that, that won't do it either. Okay, so Jeb, you're confused and sickened too. While you're within 30 feet of Sarvel, you will have a minus two to recover to the sickened condition, and you're confused for one round. Same thing with Moonlight. Uh, the Vavakia needs to make a save. Fails. Is also confused and sickened to two. Kirstek fails. No, Kirstek critically fails. No, that poor guy. Sucks to be Kirstek. It's having a rough day. In their confused effect, they cannot target Sarval when they critically fail. So they're still sickened two and confused one, and confused for one round. So that was enabling the, his uh, his stench aura. He's going to use his second action to enable or activate his writhe independently action, which means he gets to strike out at Jebediah, Moonlight, and the wizard with the three tentacles that have burst from his back. So the first one, I'll do it against the wizard here. Wizard, 58 to hit. Yep, that's a critical. And it gets a 14 to overcome. So that's a critical hit. You will take 72 points of damage. Moonlight, 49 to hit. Yep, that's critical. And rolls a 13 to overcome, dealing you 89 points of damage. And finally, Jebediah, 46 to hit. Why didn't you crit me? (laughs) The only one I didn't crit. Jeb, take 40 points of damage. And for its third action, it is going to grapple all three of you. It's a lot of free actions. Then after Sarvel, that takes us... end of his turn, I need a fortitude save. Oh, okay, sure. He gets a 56. He takes no damage. Okay. That's critical success. That takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. So, I guess I attack him with cantrips? I'm confused, you're confused. Right? Oh, oh, no, yeah. I got a DC 11. I got a DC 11 flat check. Because he dealt us damage. Correct. I rolled one. Anybody else that's confused should also get one, but I rolled a one, so it doesn't do me. I'm good. good. Jeb recovers. All right, so I am confuzzled. I mean, I can see... I mean, not Peach Pie, because he's not here, so... The Wiz, Sarvel, Jeb, and Bavakia. Okay, so we've got four options I'll be number two. Okay, Jeb's two, let's say Bavakia's one. Sarvel's three and four for the Wiz. Sarvel? Sarvel, and because you didn't critically fail that spell, you can attack him with the critical effect here. I mean, with the negatives I have right now because of this shit... Nat one. Oh. Two nat ones in a row. Perfect. I mean, that's only two actions. No. I just try to, like, punch him. Punch Jeb. Punch me. Jeb's right next to you. Punch Jeb. Crit me. It's well, like I mean, a lightning bolt. He's got here. a tentacle on me. I could punch his tentacle. You've said that before. I mean, yeah, if you want to target the tentacle, but if it's you Jeb or the tentacle. You hit me, bro. Yeah. Odds tentacle evens Jeb. Damn it. Attack the tentacle. Punch like it's gonna matter. Even if you crit, how much damage could it be? <laughs> a plus one striking 
spiked gauntlet at its second attack penalty, I get a 35. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't even hit. Wouldn't hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't hit anything. That's my turn. All right, then after Moonlight, that takes us over to our poor blind Favakia. Okay, I guess I do have one other question. Oh, sure. Does Voracious Gestalt, since I have effortless concentration, just automatically get sustained? No. It's effortless. I don't even do anything. It's just a free action that I just mean, happens. It's a, it's a free action, but you still have to, like, take that it's action. F- no, it's effortless. No, yeah, but that doesn't effortless. override... The, yeah, yeah. Flavor text doesn't override the rules on that one. Sorry, bud. So that means it goes away then, right? Uh, I would assume so. It goes away at the end of my turn. All right. Then the Gestalt fades. Okay. Well, now our blind Vavakian friend loses its first action because it's still slowed. It's confused. One is Jeb, two is Moonlight, three is Sarvel, and on a four I'll re-roll. Okay, so Moonlight. It's gonna roll Perception to facilitate the attack. 32? It might have actually failed. Uh, yeah, it fails. Can it seek again on a fail? DC. Does it even matter? All right. Well, Blind Vavakia's turn passes. That takes us to the top of round six, and it's Kirosthek's turn. She's also confused, but for her, she can't target Sarvel because she critically failed. So, with attacking cantrips, she is fucking dazed. So Vakia 1, Jeb, Moonlight, and the Wizard are viable targets. Jeb, getting target with Dazed. Uh, give me a will save. 46. 46 is a success. Sweet. It's a crit success. Because it's a will save? God damn it. It is a basic will save. Yep. So no effect to Jebediah. Well, that takes us over to Jeb. It's your turn. Sustain... More lightning bolts. He gets a 42. Um, half damage. 20. And so then... takes 20 electricity damage, right? Yeah. And the lightning strikes from above. And as the thunder rolls, it sounds like turtle roaring. It targets Sarvel again with a slow. Shit. Okay. That's going to provoke from Sarvel. Yeah, okay. He actually has a reaction. I haven't seen him take one the entire game. I'm pretty sure every time he's just been out of range for when it could have happened. Gets a 47 to hit. He hits me. Then, Jeb, you'll take 43 points of damage. Taken. And he's slowed for one round. As he succeeded on the will save with a 47, but yes, he is slowed for a round. And I'm upset, so I turn around and hit this guy. <laughs> the blind guy? Yeah. A 42 hits. I hit him for 43. He's not looking good. He's not quite dead yet. But Darn. You know, darn. Uh, he took damage, so he has to roll a DC check to not be confused anymore. Gets a 16. So the Vavakia is no longer confused. Then after Jebediah, that takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Brain bombed at item level 8. Recall maze. Cast maze. On who? Well, not the blind Vavakia. I'll, I'll go with the blind Vavakia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's Sarvel. Yeah, peace out, Sarvel. We'll see you in a little bit. 
Zoom. <laughs> Starfield disappears in the maze. And three of us are no longer grabbed. Also true. And for my third action, I'm going to move around to here. Just kind of move around so I have some cover from the side of the room that I think the caster's in. Then that takes us over to Peach Pie. Peach Pie, since Kirostek was confused last round, she was not able to sustain the maze. You pop back in, and it's your turn. Though you don't see Sarvel. I don't see Sarvel or Kirostek. Nope. There's this blind guy over here. <laughs> this blind guy. I know there's an invisible person. I will seek to try and find this person. Now, this time around, because she cast Daze while confused... Dazed and confused. (laughs) Go ahead and give me your perception check. 45. That is a failure. Okay. Action two, I pull out my dust of disappearance. And action three, I smack it on the ground right where I'm at. Dust of appearance? Dust of appearance. Did I say disappearance? I meant dust of appearance. So anyway, ten foot burst... Centered on me, good old dust of appearance. Okay. Is that automatic or is it a counteract check? Ah, oh, no, it just happens. She's still standing right next to him, seriously? Yeah, it hasn't fucking moved. I figured she hadn't moved. That was Peach Pie's guess. She's still slowed. That's the key. Oh, and she has to cast, in order to cast a spell, she, exactly. she couldn't move. If she wasn't slowed, she'd be getting the hell out of there, no questions asked, but because she was slowed, she just still has to stay where she's at. So the dust allows you to see the outline of Kirastek standing there. You still don't hear her if she were to speak or cast spells, but you can see her outline with the dust. Oh, then with my hasted action, I'll attack her. Oh, smack. How about a 56? That's a critical hit. Okay, well, I hit her for 115 damage, I knock her prone, and I put 2d12 bleed on her. Oh, good God. getting it. Yeah, she took the first real big chunk of damage that she's taken the entire combat right there. All right. Well, she's prone as well. Well, Let me drop prone on her. I love Dust of Appearance. Just a bag of flour. Yeah, basically. That's all it is. Uh, Then after Peach Pie knocks the invisible Kirastek on her ass and revealing her position to the rest of the party, that takes us over to... Sarvel inside of the maze. He's going to use his first action to try to find his way out. Gets a 42. 42 fails. He got three on the die. Oh, and I I healed 10 at the end of my turn. I forgot. And he is slowed, so he's only getting one action left. Oh, he only has one action left? He can't try to get out again anyways. Well, I mean, he could try buffing himself. Yeah, but not with one one act. Right, not with one. That's the idea. All right, then after Sarvel fails to find his way out of the maze on this first round in it, that takes us to Moonlight. It's your turn. Now I have to figure out what to do with this stupid dude over here. Kill him. Well, yes, that is the general idea. Oh, I see you all managed to get the orbs while I was away. Yeah, we got a goddamn thief in the party. Wizard, I take it that was Maze that the Zolgath used on me? Yeah, and then I used Maze on the Hungry Dude. You know, it really wasn't that bad. It was peaceful in there for the six seconds I was there. 
12. Have I never amazed you before? No! I'm almost a little disappointed. I enjoy it. It's a piece of quiet from time to time. You do use it to get away from combat sometimes. Anyway. Moonlight. Okay, then I need a will save. Okay. Gets a 49 on the will save. Alright, that is a success. So it has an overcome with an all-consuming urge to dance. Ah. For the next three rounds, it has to use at least one action to dance. Okay. Kyrostek is slow in dancing then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alright. Third action? Um, that's all three. I had to use reach. Oh, you use reach. To get 30 feet, because it's a touch spell. All right. Well, blind Vavakia still over here doing his thing. <laughs> that nobody cares about. Literally just, yeah, nobody nobody can even, yeah, it doesn't even matter. Uh, no one's even tried to hurt him. Hey, I've been poking at him. He's very hurt. I mean, he's very hurt. Very, very hurt. Uses its first action to seek pinpoints in on Jebediah. Jeb was a natural one. Hold on, I have to ask. A 29. Say- <laughs> is a 29 a success or a critical success? Even with the natural one. So he's a critically succeeds with a 29 and the natural one brings it down to a success? Yeah. Okay. Then Jeb, you get stabbed by the Vavakia that's blind and still somehow in this fight. <laughs> uh, but only gets a 36 to hit. Can't manage it. So, like the two times he's hit somebody, he's failed the mischance, and now he just yeah every time. Like the between the concealment on everybody. Seriously, those misform elixirs on all of you—that's insane. They're so good. That takes us over to Kira's Threk. She is prone. So the first thing she does, well, she loses her first action because of the slowed condition. With only two actions, she is. Has to spend one of them dancing. Has to dance. Okay, alright, alright. Which is a action with the move trait. Oh, is it? But is it forced movement? Using the stride action to move up to half its speed. So, Kyrostek is an invisible form covered in dust, like luminescent dust, so that it's a clear outline of her. And she goes to stand up and starts dancing. And as she stands up and starts dancing, she goes, Where's, where's Zobel? Is he gone? I answer her question with a hammer to the face. Ah! That was, that was her getting hit, which I assume you're going to I liked to. it. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah. Poor Gail. So, um, yeah. A 54 is a critical hit. Yeah. I'll deal her 90 damage and knock her back down. Oh, just, just knock some teeth out and the whole nine yards. Yep, she goes prone again, and bye-bye, Kyrostek. That's you for the rest of the fight, dancing and getting knocked on your ass. Does she dance on the ground now, or does she try to get back up? Because <laughs> interrupted her standing up, so she didn't stand up originally. It doesn't even matter. The critical hit knocks her down regardless of the actual, like, But she might have a result. second. She, she's a second action. So I guess maybe she writhes around on the floor with her dance action? Yeah, she'd have to. Well, that's... Because she couldn't use it to stand, because it has to be a strong. Very fun. <laughs> so is she, like, doing the worm? 
from the floor. More of the magic carp. Or the magic carp. It's a flash. Kira's <laughs> threat uses splash. It's ineffective. It, yeah, insanely ineffective. Oh, don't forget, don't forget her bleed. <laughs> Wait, she she's bleeding. Oh, you critical, critical bleed. All right. At the end of her turn. At the end of her turn, she bleeds, takes 17 points of bleed damage, and fails to recover from it. Jebediah. She'd been hiding behind Sarvel. She's getting destroyed now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Lightning bolt on her. She gets a 49 on the reflex save. I'm not sure why that didn't have. So it should be 15. Yeah. And then I attempt to put this thing out of its misery. Aww. Oh, the poor Vavakia. Yeah, he tried to hit me last time, and that's just not... <laughs> it's not okay. 38 damage? That puts it out of its misery. Alright. Jeb slices it down. A recall knowledge to remember where the Cerevel guy was? He was like <laughs> right on the eyeball, wasn't he? He's right on the eyeball, yeah. Right, I think he was right. right in front of me. I will move into position and be done. To the other side of where Sarvo will reappear when he drops out of the maze. Alright. Well, with both of the Vavakias dead and Kyrasthrek on the verge, that takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. My first action, I take out my Wanda Manifold Missiles level 7. Yeah. Uh, second action, I pelt Kyrasthrek with some fucking missiles. Hell yeah. Okay. How many missiles are we talking here? Uh, Two, because you had to draw it? It's one action I'm doing. Um, so it'll be level seven, so four missiles. Four missiles on Kira's Threk? Yeah. Uh, 14 damage, and then third action, I will sustain my maze. All right, she's still up after the 14 damage, but she's not looking great. That takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. At the beginning of my turn, I heal 10 hit points from Reflection of Light. Then with my first action, I attack Kira's Threk. Get a 49 to hit. 49 hits. And deal her death damage, 62. How do you finish her off? Oh, just splat her head unceremoniously. I mean, it's a shame. They could have just come to the circus, but whatever. There's a, a poof of the dust of disappearance that outs from the body as it gets splatted. Ah, uh, okay. Well, now what? I kind of want to use one of my other reflections, just... For the fuck of it. <laughs> I uh, use right. Reflection of Stone, and I cast Stone Skin as an innate divine spell, heightened up to a spell level equal to half my level rounded down, which is, which is 10. I cast 10th level Stone Skin. I have resistance 20 to physical damage, which is better than the resistance 8 I used to have. Oh, okay. And I All heal right. 10 more hit points at the end of my turn. <laughs> okay. After Peach Pie... That takes us over to Sarvel. Uh, he is going to attempt to find his way out. He would need a critical success to come out this turn. He gets a uh, natural one on the die. Jesus. He critically fails. Does something different happen if he critically fails? I don't think if so. If he was on his way, he loses his way. Yeah, like he hasn't made any progress yet, so no. No. Okay. Well, he continues to fail. Then. Okay. All right. With the bodies of two Vavakias and another Zolgath around your feet, you have clearly regained the connections of the resonant reflections 
and taken them from Sarvel, and you've even temporarily imprisoned him in a different dimension. You all get one round. At least, what do you do? Moonlight throws up a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I'll get Go ahead and give me those rolls. I get a 32, a 45, and a... Does 45 succeed? 45 succeeds. And then a 40. <laughs> Fails. So you're down to second one. If you stand near me, you feel sad. I can't get to you. I have to throw up for three rounds. I have to throw up. <laughs> I have to throw up. <laughs> Alright, well, Moonlight throws up for, for a bunch of rounds. What about everyone else? Well, I'll throw up. I just heal. I heal 20 around. 10 around or 20 around? 20 around. Reflection of life at the beginning and uh, and life everlasting at the end. Reduce my sickened by one. Wizard, do you sustain the spell on its pass? Come to Daddy Clown. Right. I fire my wand at Tyler and then... <laughs> <laughs> the real BBEG, right? <laughs> and the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know what I want to do. I got nothing else to do, I guess. Do you continue to sustain or no? Yeah. Alright, then Pete, then Sarvel's gonna attempt another escape check here. Please God critically succeed. Nineteen on the die, fifty-eight. Yeah, critically succeeds. Yeah. Sarvel pops back in. That's only action one. Yeah. It's two actions remaining. Hello. All your friends are dead, I'm afraid. All your friends are dead. He looks around him, and he looks up at the Aeon Orbs, and you can almost see him, like, searching for the connections, and they've been severed from him. And he looks around at you as you're surrounding him. Jeb and Peach Pie are flanking him with the wizard and moonlight within close casting distance. The absolute stunning vista of the entirety of the Isle of Cortos around you in the inner sea beyond as you're high above the world. And he looks at you and says, I'm not going down without a fight. And he goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> oh yeah, get, get attacked by birds. Yeah, birds. Oh, birds. <laughs> he wasn't no. here at the start he of the He wasn't turn. here at the oh, start of the true. turn. That's a fair he point. He was in the maze. Ha <laughs> ha. No birds this round. Since his first action was coming back, his second action is going to use that writhe independently with his uh, tentacles. He has three of them, and he's going to target Moonlight, Jebediah, and Peach Pie. Moonlight does a 43 hit. No. <laughs> Jesus. What? Well, concealment. <laughs> concealment oh, saves the day again. It, it, it should, but it was a one on his concealment. God, the concealment check just knocks that out. All right, then Jebediah, 59 for a critical hit. And does make the concealment roll with a 19. Tempest Surge. Oh, shit, you have that thing. Tempest Surge to Lightning Strike. Uh, he gets a 43 on the Reflex save. Okay, he takes half damage. On uh, the success, he takes 32 points of electric damage as Jebediah zaps him once again. But then he crits me for 79. But then he crits you for 79 damage. And then the final tentacle strike against Peach Pie. 49 to hit. Could hit. Does hit. 12 to overcome the concealment. 
And Peach Pie, 39 points of damage. And for its third action, it grabs... I take 19 of that because I have stone skin. Resist 20? Resist 20 physical damage, unless it's adamantine. God damn. Okay. <laughs> but now that reduces its duration by a minute. All right. And when he popped back in, did we all have to redo our saves for his stench? Yeah, and I was I was going to bring that up right now. I feel like he had to activate that, though. No, he was just suppressing it before. He's no longer suppressing it. Ah. Uh, so first I'm going to get the grabbed actions in on... So Jeb and Peach Pie are grabbed by the tentacles. And yes, the stench is back. It's a 30-foot emanation, so I do need a fortitude save from all four of the party members. 40. 50. Peach Pie, you succeed. I critically succeed. Jeb, with a 40, you fail. Uh, Moonlight, with a 33, you critically fail. I use the hero point and I get a net 20 for a 50. Well, never mind then. Wizard. Immune. I'm immune. Oh, yeah, you're immune oh, for that. Oh, you're still immune for that minute. Good call out because that critical success from earlier. Good remember. Well, never mind. So, Jeb, you're the only one who fails this. Jeb, just like before, you are sickened too and confused for one round. Thank God I didn't get sickened by the final Zolgath stench. I've hated that the whole time. To be honest with you, I kind of started hating it too. Did this take? A, like, did this happen like right when you come back? It did, yeah. So I mean, do I get another save? I mean, does he have to do the DC check because I'm confused and he hit me? Uh, sure. Go ahead and roll a DC eleven. Nice. I'm not confused. Huh, all right, then. As the as as Sarvo pops back in and Jebediah fails the save uh, against the second effect from the stench, Jeb, you're sickened too. But then when he writhes independently to smack you with the tentacle, that deals you damage. You roll an eleven that overcomes. You're no longer confused, but you are sickened too, asshole. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that hit me. Why am I an asshole? I know. <laughs> that takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. Um, so he's actually back. Does he use any reaction? No, it's just his turn. I'm going to five foot step away. Okay, I'm going to use Blood Component Substitution. Oh. I haven't used it many times, but when you cast a spell, you can replace all verbal, material, or somatic spell components with Blood Component to use as blood component, you lose hit points equal to twice the spell's level. Okay. But you don't take a dex of opportunity. But I don't take a opportunity unless it has something that does it against concentrate. Because I replace the manipulate with concentrate. Which isn't the case. So you cast a spell and you don't provoke. How much damage do you take? Four. You're casting a second level spell? Well, casting a second level spell? Hideous laughter, bitch. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, here's hoping we get a 20 on that. We'll save here. No, not, I mean, not a 20. 51, which... All right, 51's good. Basically, he can't use reactions now. You're getting rid of his reactions. Yep. I'm getting rid of all of his reactions. And that's my turn. Great spell. Seriously, the best spell. It has a level two spell, so I only take four damage. (laughs) And you shut 
off his attack of opportunity. Just yep. shut it off. You're now free to move about the cabin. <laughs> Jeb, you're grabbed, but it's your, tur- it's your That's turn. Good. That was good. Give him a spear point for that one. I'm feeling a little salty. I almost don't want to. <laughs> you don't have to, buddy. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know what the fuck you want. This dude's fucked. He's dead. He's so, so fucked. <laughs> I attack. I miss. But I do cast a spell that he can't react to. That is, yes, that is true. Revival! We all heal for 103. You cast Revival, but that brings everybody back up to basically full. Except myself. Oh, but Jeb. Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's all I got. Then just the the emanation of healing light from Jebediah healing the cr- everybody around. Well, then after Jebediah misses and then heals everybody. Lightning bolt. Oh, oh yeah, lightning that's bolt. Right. <laughs> Effortless conversation. 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 Concentration. <laughs> uh, he gets a fifty-one to save. Hey, that's still some damage. I gotta do something during my turn. Other than heal like 400 HP. Seriously. 13 damage. I'm done. He takes it. Alright, wizard. Now safe from attacks of opportunity, which even as far away as you were, you still could have gotten it. It's your turn. He gets shot by four missiles. I did that wrong. He takes 14 damage. And then my first action, I cast True Target. Uh, sadly, Peach Pie is outside of 30 feet of me. But everybody else should should be good. But True Target is 30 feet, right? No, True Target is 60 feet. You're good. I don't know why I thought that was 30. Okay, True Target. Everybody gets it. Dream Bonded Item, level 9. Recall Disintegrate. I roll a 4 and a 1. Oh. Ouch. They both miss. And... I hate Disintegrate now. I was just saying, I said you're done I haven't prepared four times, man. What am I supposed to do? It's <laughs> <laughs> like half my high-level damage spells. All right, then after the wizard misses Sarvel with a disintegrate peach pie, it's your turn. I'm taking that swing with that fucking roll twice awesomeness, which is good because it looks like I missed with that first one. And the second... Oh my gosh, a nat one. A nat one on both wow. of the second attacks so far. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take my Top second cheating. turn to just... Tyler got really stealthy and turned down the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Swing at him again. There's a 47 to hit, though. 47 hits because he's flat-footed. And we'll deal him some damage. 43 of it. All right, he takes it. Uh, I guess with my third action, I'll just... What the hell else am I going to do? Just swing. Hope for a 20. Don't get it. And with my fourth action, just <laughs> swing again. Hope for that 20. Nope. Which doesn't happen. That was my last round with it, too, I think. We're almost into round 10. Yeah, we are getting real close to round 10 here. That takes us over to Sarvel. Who is currently being grappled by Sarvel? Is it Peach Pie and Jeb? Peach Pie and Jeb. All right. With his first action, he constricts with those he has grappled. So, Peach Pie and Jebediah, you need to give me fortitude saves. I sure do like those. I'm sure you do. 51. Yeah, yeah, you do. You save. 40. So, Jeb, with a 40, you fail. I critically succeed, by the way. You'll take 22 points of bludgeoning damage from the constricting tentacles. 
fucking worthless. It's not too late to join the circus. Do you have any circus-like abilities? Fuck no. Casts Eclipse Burst. Uh, Is he going down? I'm going down. I'm taking you with me. <laughs> That's basically what's happening right now. He's gonna. He's gonna just Nova. Right. I'll take my attack of opportunity. The top here. Fuck it. Hell yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna use Nullify because I uh, can. I don't oh, think my attack of opportunity. Reflect it. Well, you didn't say anything, so I said. Something. I was just looking to see if I had spells. Um, what traits does Eclipse Burst have? Cold, darkness, necromancy, negative. Cool. Lots of cold. <laughs> I don't think I have anything prepared. Or anything left, I should say. I think our tax of opportunity would go, still go off, though, because he's manipulating. Yeah, you can take your tax of opportunity, that's yeah. fine. Can't okay. we? Okay. Yeah. All right. I was just making sure that would still... Because mine's just a reaction also. Oh, my gosh. All three of us would get our reactions. Here comes my keen weapon coming into tech. We're getting 19. Let's see it. Let's see it. Oh. Just kidding. It's like the exact opposite of the 19. Yeah, that's pretty it good. Is. It is on the opposite side of the die of the 19. Alright, well, the attacks of opportunity miss, but the nullify you automatically counteracts it, right? Uh, yep. Uh, but you take damage equal to... Uh, what level is it? 8. I take 8d8 damage, 43. I had to use a 10th level spell at some point, so... <laughs> I did the same thing. It's kind of fun. Just been like, nope. Just nope. Did we shit on these casters pretty hard, though? All night. What, what? What's that? You wanted to deal negative damage to all of us? Nope. Just no. Nope. Just no. No, no, no! Moonlight, it's your turn. Moonlight winks at them very menacingly. Intimidate. Wink menacingly? Winks menacingly. <laughs> 55 against his will, DC. 55. Okay, he doesn't have any negative effects that would do anything about that. A 55 just shy of a critical hit by one. So it's just a regular success. Jesus, he's got a 40... 36 36 will save, yeah. Well, he's frightened one, then. Standard Intimidate, I'm assuming, or Scared to Death? Yeah, Standard. I mean, he's higher level than us, so Scared to Death is worthless. Got it. Okay. I think we forgot a turn of birds. <laughs> shit, we did. Birds. <laughs> oh, well. Birds. Oh, I need a fortitude oh, save. shit! I'll put flat-footed on him. Forgot the birds on Sarvel, but they attacked, and he got flat-footed and took some damage. I'll go back just a little bit to do that. Thanks. <laughs> My birds need <laughs> Birds needed. Well, I've been rolling like 15 or higher on all of those, I swear. Anyways, alright. Moonlight cast Spirit Blast. I need a Fortitude save. Ooh, okay. Level... What level version is this? Level 8 version. I get a 51 on that. 20d6 force damage coming your way. 20d6? 33. Look at all those ones. Wow, that's a lot One, of two, ones. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 ones. Seven out of twenty were ones. That's 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 rough. That's bad. Yeah, it's about average, though. Not not good. Slightly under. Um, that's all three actions. Oh yeah, I'm effortlessly concentrating on uh, him laughing. Then after moonlight, that takes us to the top of round ten. Jeb, it's your turn. Concentrate. Zap. He critically failed. 
Sarvel rolls a natural one against the uh, Stormlord Jebediah. He takes 44 damage. And then I will use my Druid Vestments for another Tempest Surge on him. Another Tempest Surge? Okay. This time he gets a 54. No damage. And I smack him. It looks like the 54 is a critical success. Smack him. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't like that one. 50 with a natural 20. Does that hit? That's a critical hit. Nice. Uh, does that hit? <laughs> 64 damage. As I steal the lower back from the wizard. I pelt him with <laughs> missiles anyways. <laughs> I wanted to kill. Like, nah. A Jeb with axe raised high in the sky with rumblings of thunder coming from behind him brings it down and severs Sarvel Everhunger's head from his body. And at the top of the world, the Kortos mounts, the Verdant Beacon, surrounded by the Aeon Orbs, this deep blood-red magical goes off, pushes everybody back and knocks them prone. But the Aeon Orbs flare to life. Even the one that Sarvel drained earlier. And Sarvel's body lie there with blood coming from its stump. And he is dead. Good job, everybody. Go team. I go grab that other orb that he drained before. <laughs> I connect myself to it. Let's have battles. Jizz. Aeon <laughs> <laughs> orb to one-on-one. Congratulations. You have defeated Sarval Everhunger. And stopped the extinction curse. And stopped the extinction curse. Mythic levels. Yeah, God, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> After you take a moment. After Sarvel and his body twitch, but then cease moving, you're all standing there on this platform overlooking the Isles of Kortos. And you can see for miles. You can see the entirety of the island. You can even see the Isle of Aaron far to the north. And the Anorbs float around you. Wizard and Jeb have already reclaimed a few orbs and hold this aura that you all can now see between each other, present, glowing. Now that the fight has died down, you just know. You know what you need to do. You can look at an orb and take its power into yours and link with it. Link your resonance with the orb itself. Who would be the first one to do that? Oh, hell yeah. I'll step right up. Jeb, this line of glowing energy connects you and the orb that you had taken from Sarvel, and you look over at another orb, and another line of glowing energy connects you to it. And you go on until you have five total lines of energy connecting you and all of the Aeon orbs. And I finish the ritual... Yeah, what happens? Nothing yet. And I finished Starville's ritual. 
You, you put the extinction curse into action? <laughs> no, I don't even know how. Jeb, you can feel this immense power raging inside of you, coursing through you and the Aeon Orbs hovering around, and everybody can see that light, that power. And Jeb, you feel it reach out. Lightning strikes. It strikes again. It's striking the plinth of the beacon. And then one final large boom crackles off, lands into the platform. Turtle leaps from the smoke cloud that remains. That doesn't even make sense. Not at all. Doesn't need to make sense. Turtle's alive. I'll give a turtle. Jeb's dying. He's a wreck. But for happy wreck. A happy on his knees crying wreck. Insert sad dwarf noises here. Happy sad dwarf noises. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jeb loses all of his storm order powers. God damn it, I thought I broke some rules. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that took a lot more out of you than you were expecting. I guess I'm curious on what everybody else is doing. Their resonances want to connect as well. Do I feel I feel this power reaching out to me? You feel the power reaching out to you from not only the Aeon Orbs, but from Jeb himself. I'm down. The Wiz is down. Um, sure. Bernard feels it as well. Uh, yeah. This seems interesting. Without really saying anything, Peach Pie and Bernard give each other a, a little look. And then walk over to Jeb and, like, Peach Pie places his hand on Jeb's shoulder. And the contact causes the power to flow between you and Jeb. And then Peach Pie and Bernard both become aware of all the Aeon Orbs. And they reach out to you as well. Lines of power webbing between Peach Pie, Bernard, and Jebediah. Not only to each other, but to all the Aeon Orbs as well. What about the wizard? Are you standing next to them as well? Yeah, I said I, I accepted and connected like long. I was the first one to do it. Sorry, Everybody else is wishy-washy about the shit. I'm like, yeah, that Wiz is down. He's Wiz in. jumping in. You uh, can feel all of that energy coming from the resonant reflections that you've gathered. And even in addition to uh, the extra time that you spent with the last Aeon Orb, all of that shoots out of you and first joins with... Jebediah, Bernard, and Peach Pie, and then up to the five Aeon Orbs as well. And they're rotating, and these lines of power are becoming a complex web between the four of you now and them. Moonlight's standing on the edge. As Moonlight looks over the valley, they think to themselves... For one so young, I have been through more than most. Caged and mistreated from creation. Friends killed while I was leading them. My own death. So much anger, pain, and sorrow. But yet I can't help but to see how it all shaped me into who I have become. Ringmaster, leader, powerful, and if Bernard is to believed, hero. I have accepted these two halves of me, the hero and the shadow. Now the question is where to go from here. I am trained and equipped for fear and death. What else am I good for? Being thrust into the role of ringmaster and leader, I still feel ill-prepared to lead the circus. 
being looked to for answers when I have so many questions of my own. I can slay demons, devils, and undead. I am what these creatures of fear and death are afraid of. Do I follow that path and embrace the hero, or the one of circus performer and ringmaster? Or do I give in to the shadow completely and become what the people fear and see in their nightmares? Am I a person? Am I a monster? So many options for such a young creature. Ultimately, I think I will continue with the circus, though. They give me a sense of belonging. I fear if I went off alone, I would give in to the other side. I'm not ready for that. We'll take the circus to new heights of recognition. Escadar, Magnamar, Knebris, Riddleport, maybe even back to Shrain in the Darklands. All over Galarian, and if the wizard sticks around, maybe beyond. Does Mona actually have to touch them, or can they just kind of... Can they let the power just connect, or do they have to, like, physically come in contact with them? You can just let it connect. You feel that. Moonlight will... Feeling the power, like, the the power tugging at them, and also pulling them towards the group will uh, allow it to connect. And as the light and the power connects into moonlight and establishes that connection, again, not only between the other circus members, but to the orbs circling, the power begins to feed through from orb to jeb to peach pie to orb to wizard to orb to bernard to orb to moonlight. It's and it loops on itself, gaining power. And as you realize, it begins to gain size as well, and it balloons up into the sky, and the web stretches out and out. And after 30 seconds, it's covering the entirety of the Starstone Isles, and you feel it shift. And it takes all of the energy that's in the air that's now traveling through this huge web, this net of energy, and it begins to settle onto the island. And shimmering lines of magic and energy fall into the island. They disappear until it's just the connection between you and the Aeon Orbs. And the energy is so much smaller now. And then finally it lifts from the five of you and then settles into the orbs themselves. Do we lose our resonances? Yes. No! They were so good! (laughs) Quick steering light! (laughs) And with that, the orbs turn to a slow orbit over the peak and the platform begins to slowly descend into the ritual chamber once more. Whee! Congratulations. Stop the extinction curse. No, I want my resonances yeah, I back. Want, uh, can we undo this? I want our resonances back. <laughs> Sorry, Earth or Galarian or... It's really just that just on aisles. Like, who cares? No, we can do without that. It's not that many people that live there, right? Fine, we saved the fucking islands. It's too late, bro. We already did. I guess. Can we go back to circusing now? I was thinking the same thing, actually. 
I'm gonna go hang out with Waze. Well, you know the way. Do I? Do you? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we shall see you at some point. Maybe? Well, we'd better, wizard. Don't abandon us. You're our friend. You're part of the circus. Uh... Yes, you are. I don't want to hear it. I know what you always say. In fact, you have the most varying jobs of the circus members. Yes, like all the jobs are yours. That's because that's cause we couldn't find one I was good at. You're just good at them all. Did you ever think about that? I'm going to take that as a yes. Or that you're thinking about it now. But someone's so smart, you're so easy to confuse sometimes, is it? The wizard's just thinking about going and hanging out with ways. And I'm sure you'll have a great time. What about you, Jeb? Will you come back to the circus? Yes. I mean, yeah, that's what, I just want to go hang out with fucking Bardolf. <laughs> the bear. Well, then three of us plus Bernard make our way back to the circus. Hoping the wizard comes to visit us eventually. The wizard is going to go hang out with ways. He's, he's not going back to the circus. Wizard, you stay with Waze the Epochs? Yup. Wizard, you and Epochs talk about just all of the planar knowledge, really, that you can squeeze out of him. And there's a lot there. Yeah, I'm going to be hanging out with him for the years. I, I hope you guys realize it's going to take us a long time to get back. I don't I don't care if the fucker gets sick of me. I'm sticking around. Because oh. he... he, he he was he was our teleporter. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Takes the rest of the party not very long to realize. Oh shit! That's all right. That gives us plenty of time to just think and and ruminate on everything that's happened and play with Turtle. Now I just wish we had the Jackal here with us. The trip back to Diabelle without the wizard teleporting takes the circus about two months. Do we even go as a group? Leaving the veil? Yeah, because Moonlight, you're so... Well, leaving the veil, we'd go as a group, but, like, really on our way back? It's Moonlight, you're fast as shit. Yeah, I suppose we stay just, as a group. I We've like, always... Veil. You know, we've always like stayed the wizard. Fair enough. Like the wizard. Fuck that guy. Was he even part of the circus? Like, Not anymore. God damn it. Fuck him. <laughs> He's gone. Just dips, dips first opportunity? Writing him out of the circus. Yeah, that makes sense. Just every time Ted's about to talk, just in the recording, you just beep him out with like an ostrich. Ostrich? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just something fucked up. What the hell's up. an ostrich sound like? So slowly, taking your time, camping, playing with Turtle. The wizard's already there. What took you guys so long? <laughs> I've been here for like a month and a half. Like... <laughs> Well, he's got sick of me after two weeks and kicked me out. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Back in Diebell, uh well, Wizard's been here for a bit, so he knows. The circus has been performing weekly, and it's been doing very well. Wizard, when you got back, there was a letter waiting addressed to the Circus of Wayward Wonders and then Attention Moonlight. Moonlight Shadow Dance. It's going to be very formal. It's Moonlight's mail. The wizard doesn't open it. Got it. 
Wizard, when you get back, the professor would certainly greet you as soon as they could. There's a lot of new faces in the circus, or maybe you've just forgotten the faces that were there because there were so many. But the professor is glad to greet you back. Did you see? Was were you the one? Uh, uh, it was uh, like sixty. No, no, calm like down. forty-five calm, days calm ago. Calm down. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry. Were you guys the one that did the, the glowy net thing into the sky? That sounds like us. Wow. Oh, it was beautiful. You're beautiful. Tear. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Wizard. Um, so, wait, they're not, they're not back yet? They left before me. I was hanging out with a new friend, and then the new friend told me that I was bothering him, or... I don't know. He, he he locked the door and won't let me back in. Well, um... It, uh, maybe it didn't occur to you, I suppose it may not have, that walking from where you were may take some time. But it's been like months. Hasn't it? Wait, when did you say that net thing happened? Like a month and a half ago. Oh, I thought it's been like six months. Oh, shit. Not quite, no. Oh, since you left, you left originally, like, three months ago. No, I thought it, I thought that we saved the whole, like, islands and stuff a long time ago, I guess. I, I got really stuck in some books. Oh. So, they're, they're not back yet. They're no, just, no, they're not back yet. Well, I guess I'll just wait for them. Where's my room again? You know what, don't worry about it, I'll just go make a mansion somewhere, it's fine. Okay. Good to have you back, wizard. Let me know when they're back. And the wizard fucks off. Fucks off into a mansion for a bit? Yeah. Only the professor has permission to come into the mansion to tell me when they're <laughs> <is> back. <laughs> I gotta go think about all this shit I learned about. So, as the wizard goes into hiding and studying contemplation uh, after the grand adventure, uh, the rest of the party makes their way back to Diabelle. And the grounds that you got for the circus. You didn't spend much time there before you left to go find the Vale of Aridin, but it's right where it used to be. Quite specifically, very little time there. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, you're set up? Okay, see ya. But the circus grounds have this home feel. It's not about where the grounds are. It's about the tents, where things are arranged, the payment box, the clowns, the jugglers. When Fidget sees you all approaching, she immediately, all, all of her juggling clubs go into the air and an alchemist fire smashes on the ground next to her. Oh my god, they're back! Before you know it, you're just attacked by all of the circus performers. There's special attention paid and tears over Turtle and their return. Welcome back! It's so good to have you. Thank you, Professor. Seems like things have been going okay here. Our performances in Diabelle have been very successful. Well, that's good. Um, any other news? Uh, I know we've been gone a long time. The wizard had mentioned that you... The, the you wizard? must have been... Uh, well, well, yes, he... When did you... He's here. He's here? A, a, a few days ago. Oh. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he made us walk 
all the way back? He could have teleported us the whole time. <laughs> oh, that wizard. And I put down another laugh. Because that's hilarious. <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good joke, wizard. Well done. We've found where he sets up the mansion every day, and we've surrounded it with a small tent to prevent people from accidentally wandering into the extra-dimensional space that's being sliced into the air. You know, when he comes out in the morning. <laughs> oh. Okay. Sounds like him. The professor takes you to a small tent and there is a clearly demarcated red masking tape in the floor where the portal would be. And there are a couple of chairs out here and a nice rug. The professor would go, here, he, he gave me permission to enter uh, to specifically to tell him when you all came back. Here, let me, let me go get him. The professor walks into the, into the air and opens into the mansion. Wizard! Yep. They're back. All right. I'll be out in a minute. Uh, take your time. Uh, don't worry, I will. The professor comes back out uh, and he smiles. He said he was going to take his time. I wouldn't expect him to do anything else. Like five, five minutes or so, wizard comes out. Oh, hey. Hello, wizard. I see you made it back. Yeah, uh, Waze told me I had a drug problem and locked me out. I, I, I wasn't sure where else to go, so I... Do you have a nice walk? <laughs> it was very scenic. Yes, we were able to see some more of the land. Nice. It was kind of a nice change of pace. I actually found it rather soothing, to be honest. I didn't have to kill a single thing. Uh, Moonlight, there's actually a letter here for you. Oh. Okay. Um, let me see it. The professor hands you an envelope. Very nice. Nice parchment paper. And it says, In Circus of Wayward Wonders, Attention, Moonlight Shadow Dance, At your plot in Diavel. The sender address in the top corner is Radiant Festival Planning Council with an address in Absalom. And the professor says, it's taken everything not to open that while waiting for you to return. Oh. Um, okay, well, I can open it. You you could have just opened it. It would have been fine. You didn't even know if we were going to come back. Then it would have been a mystery forever. I was heartened when the wizard showed up. You said that was just a couple days ago. How long has he been here? Uh, about a week. Has it already been a week? You know, Waze might have had a good point. <laughs> I might have a drug problem. Don't change a thing about who you are, wizard. Snorts line to evil cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a drug problem. <laughs> what, what was that peach pie? <laughs> do you want to do some drugs about it? Epilogue to Extinction Curse. You can do drugs, folks. It's just fine. <laughs> oh, the Wiz is in rehab. <laughs> when you hang out with a circus, you can. That's, that's, that's real. very answer. true. That's very true. <laughs> the letter, as Moonlight would open it, says to Moonlight Shadow Dance, 
On behalf of all of those at the Radiant Festival Planning Committee, we would like to formally invite you and the Circus of Wayward Wonders to perform at the Radiant Festival in Absalom this year. Please respond either with a courier or with a sending spell to this address. We anxiously await your response. Uh, Professor, do you know when this Radiance thing is supposed to happen? It's getting closer. Uh, it's, it's, about, it's about a month and a half away. Were we just invited to perform in Absalom? I do believe so. What do you think, Professor? What wonderful time. Yes. Sorry. I've been it's waiting for this. It's very emotional, Professor. I agree. I've been waiting for this opportunity. Most of my career. Peach Pie hugs the Professor and breaks multiple of his ribs. Uh, oh. <laughs> so good. I attempt to heal them. <laughs> God damn it. And then hug him harder. Just keep <laughs> Now keep hugging. Strength check. <laughs> Yeah, the professor's just completely broken up. He's been trying to get into performing at the Radium Festival or an Absalom in any way for, like you said, most of his career. Well, now he will. I take it this is a big step for the circus. Don't really know much about Absalom and stuff. Oh, well, on this plane, there is no better place to perform, in my opinion. Well, that's pretty high praise for it. I suppose we better send a courier. They're probably wondering what happened. How long has this letter been here? <laughs> For about five weeks. Oh. They might think that we don't want to go. Should I get things prepared and packed up on the double? Well, I mean, we should probably arrange a courier or sending. I, I will make arrangements. Suppose we can start packing up? The professor stands tall, which now he can do easily because of Jebediah's regenerations in the past. The professor bows, bows slightly and smiles, and you can see the tears are still running behind, but he's running down his cheeks, but he says, Yes, ringmaster! And leaves, and you can hear the professor shouting, Circus of Wayward Wonders! Pack up! We go to Absalom! And this huge cheer, this chorus of cheers raises up in the back. Well, he seems excited. I think there's much bigger places to set our sights on. Especially with the wizard back. We can go anywhere. Yeah, where do you want to go? Axis? Sure. Yeah, anywhere. Can't say I know a lot of other places, but... I think you could easily have found out about... You know, performance locations from Waze. Once Waze discovered that you were a circus and performed things, he would share what he knows about performing locations. Like throughout the cosmos? Throughout the cosmos. Before he kicked me out. <laughs> now get the <laughs> fuck out of my house, you freeloader. Yes. You? Yes, go go <laughs> pile do, of that herb go do that. Pile of that weird powder that keeps making you read everything real quick. Get out of here. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Here's a bunch of circus locations. Why don't you go check them out somewhere else? <laughs> In reality, the Wiz just ran out of coke and he needed peach pie to make them more. Yeah, I only had a, si- I only had a six-week supply, man. <laughs> <laughs> P. 
Peach probably would donate money to his like old neighborhood, the Puddles. He'd start like a community outreach fund foundation that pays for underprivileged youths to learn to be clowns. Starting a rich clown tradition in the puddles. All the best clowns come from the puddles. All of them. Peach pies, puddles, prodigies. <laughs> the PPPs? The wizard makes a pit stop and goes and digs up Savatri and Kestrel and brings them back to life. No! <laughs> All right. I mean, Mo- Moonlight had had that thought also. But okay. Like we got the Bring money. We back. know where their corpses are. <laughs> Level three. He could be an acrobat. Hey guys, <laughs> I saved the world with your circus. Uh, hello, everybody. It's been a while. Felix Sabatier would just slap me. Probably. <laughs> Why the fuck did you bring me back and just backhand me? You can choose not to. (laughs) Yeah, you can choose not to. to. Yeah, that's a good point. Why the fuck did you take so long to bring me back? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Where the fuck were you? You were supposed to meet us before we even left. Did you get lost again? (laughs) I went to wherever it is that Kalianites go when they die. There was lots of drinking. I plan to continue now that I'm alive again. Well, that took a turn I wasn't expecting. <laughs> where do Callistrians go? Is it just like a I don't know. Orgy? I don't know where Callistrians go. I don't know where Kalianites go. It's just like a BDSM orgy. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's just really petty. <laughs> that's not, I'm not gonna lie. That sounds like the worst orgy ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was. We're gonna fast forward two months, and we're at Axis. <laughs> <laughs> it started off by the circus rolling into Absalom and getting set up, but only a month after that, the circus got bored, saw a bigger opportunity. Now we see we find ourselves in the never-ending city. Axis. I mean, you know us. We got bored. We absolutely <laughs> got bored. Here you are in a mansion inside of a receiving tent in the never-ending city on Axis. And you've done more shows and the professor still brings you your coffee. You guys can sit in the receiving tent or in the mansion, whichever you prefer. What a good dude that professor is. So, professor, uh, how does this compare to Absalom? Have I ever said how continuously amazed I am at all of you? Wizard, I... This is great. We've performed for Fae. And and for, well, devils as well. But we've performed for all sorts of creatures and beings that I never thought that I would ever encounter. Hey, you want to pick where we go next? I'll put, like, a list of all the places, and you can just, like, throw a dart or, like, a dagger at the wall, and we'll just go wherever you pick. Oh, my. Pick whichever one sounds most fun. Or you could do that and consciously make a choice. But if it's a bad choice, we're going to blame you for it. I'm just going to throw that out there. I won't. It'll be fun either way. Is it okay if we go back and pick up, uh, <clears throat> well, in Willowside? We'll make a pit stop in Willowside oh. and, oh. and, uh... Oh, your woman. What was her name? Well, what was the... Esta- yeah, the mayor's Estessa name. Vandy. Estella? Estessa Vandy. Do you think she'd be willing to come, or are we going to have to, like, kidnap a mayor of a small town? I think I think we do either. I'm cool with kidnapping. It's, a, it's like a quick teleport and back. Um, I don't think taking her against her will is the 
best choice. But she'd want to like come hang out with the professor and travel the planes of existence, right? Like, who doesn't want to do that? She wishes yes. Mm. So I should probably bring the professor with to convince her. Can we? Can we moonlight? Well, you can go ask her. So like I can gate out, teleport, and go grab and like talk, not grab her, but like you know have Professor and talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> I promise there'll be no kidnap. Well, maybe a little bit of kidnap. Just some light kidnapping. <laughs> some, light kidnapping. <laughs> some light kidnapping, maybe. <laughs> Anybody else need anything from Glarian while I'm out? <laughs> um, it's the run of the store. Just run to the store. Anybody else? Anybody, anybody need anything? Be <laughs> back in like a day when my spells recharge. Uh, no. Just take the professor, and again, only if she wants to. Light kidnapping. Got it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we pass another six months. Goes Wait, by. did she come or not? And Estessa decided that she was going to take a sabbatical. Traveling the plains has to garner some just, you know, experience that would be helpful in Mayorainen City. Or so she told herself. She decided that a vacation sounded kind of nice as well. The professor chose a couple of fun locations. Triaxis. Triaxis would be fun. That he went to go visit performing for dragons was really cool. And Triaxis. You make your way to the first world at some point... All the chaos and the colors and the shifting dimensions of the first world were really fun to play with for your performances. They had some amazing mushrooms. They they had the best mushrooms. You're in another mansion in Div. Because devils will pay for a performance too. Div is devils? Is Div devils? I think Div is the devils. I might be wrong. I don't remember. Well, now I have to look it up. Abaddon. Oh, that's demons. Demons won't pay for a show. That's all right. We won't give them one if they don't pay. It'll be a standoff. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> just another adventure. I just love at this point, everything we can do, what are you going to do? Kill us? And the answer is, well, just <laughs> fucking no. kill you. <laughs> no, I guess that's just hell. I, I that, you know, Devils are just in hell. That's where the lawful creatures, the lawful evil creatures are. So, anyway, semantics aside, uh, you find yourself putting on a show in hell because the wizard had a crazy idea and devils will pay for entertainment just like anyone else will. The professor still brings you coffee. What a nice guy. I still drink his coffee. Where do we go next? To be honest with you, hell is making me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it's pretty boring here, isn't it? And hot. Yes, look at me. Fire. Brimstone. Whatever. <laughs> how, I mean, how long until we get sick of traveling? Yeah, that's the real question. I don't know. How, how many places can we find to go? You could probably travel for decades. years to decades across all the different locations of, you know, pl- when planes and planets and everything are all on the table. Epochs, even. So the question is, after doing this now for half a year, going anywhere... Do you just keep throwing darts at the board until you find a new place? Of course. Or is there a threshold for someone? I think Jeb was the only one that seemed somewhat reluctant. But I mean, as long as we had Bardolph, he seemed fine. 
pretty sure when the whiz gets bored with it, it means everybody's done with it. So <laughs> the, the whiz will be somewhat nice and not be the first one to be like, fuck this, I'm out. And he's not going to leave you guys anywhere. You don't want to, like, be left. Probably. Probably. Not on purpose, at least. Yeah, I mean, after, you know, definitely a few years, you know, you kind of, like... Like, okay, hey. let's go home now. I mean, and that doesn't mean we can't have gone back to Galarian here and there to do stuff, do shows. Right. You know, hit the festivals. Let's go to Geb. We start to learn the festivals. That's it. We learned the festivals of the different, like, planets... <laughs> And so to yes. like set up a schedule. <laughs> there you like, go. You know, all the major, the major festivals throughout the galaxy, throughout the universe, the multiverse, I guess. Uh, I mean, we hadn't even gotten into discussing um, uh, other dimensions. <laughs> True. I guess we know we ran into the mirror dimension versions of ourselves. You gonna put on a show there? No thanks. No, the wizard could figure out how to get us there. I consider it. And you give him a, <laughs> a few decades, I'm pretty sure you can figure it out. A few decades? I'm dead by then. Elf, bitch. I'm good. I'm not really sure what the lifespan of a Leshy is. Like, a single Leshy. I think it's kind of however long you want it to be as a Leshy. You just kind of decide that you're done and uh, and move on, right? That's how I understood it. I'm not really sure. It's never really going to do the lifespan so let's say with the professor, the power of organization, with, well, and he's get pretty old. He's, he was already older. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's going to be died. He's going to be dead eventually. And the wizard, it, the wizard's ability to travel the multiverse after about four, let's say after five years of putting on shows in some of the most amazing places, the professor gets sick. Of my shit? Yeah, he's been sick of my shit for, like, this entire campaign. Come on. Stop! We'll just resurrect him! Yeah, it says if Phrasma has decided that the target's time has come, does that mean old age? I feel like it said that in the old one, but maybe not. Yeah, I was going to say, I read it, it doesn't specifically say old age. It doesn't say specifically. So we just got to convince Phrasma that it's not the professor's time. (laughs) He's got more important work to do. And then he comes back and he's just like a vegetable. <laughs> Phrasma, what will it take? <laughs> Give him another decade. We need someone to fucking keep the circus in line. <laughs> you want us to put on a show? We'll put on a show. We just keep perpetually killing him and reincarnating him into a young body. We'll hang out in the boneyard for like a year and put on shows for you. Deal? <laughs> Deal. Literally bargaining with a god. <laughs> yeah, Phrasma's like the most powerful deity in the entire <laughs> in the entire setting by a long shot. So you decide to spend resources to keep the professor living. A few years ago, Estessa decided that it was time to go back to Willowside. She loved her time with the professor, but she wasn't a traveling performer, and the professor couldn't give it up. So they went their separate ways. So you and the professor keep going. And after years of traveling, the Circus of Wayward Wonders is not quite the same thing that it used to be. You've now attracted performers from all throughout the outer and inner planes. Some performers have died. Poor Ellie. No, she, or she, yeah, she was a human, wasn't she? Ellie? No, she was a... Ellie was a dwarf. Oh no, Ellie was a human. Ellie was a dwarf. Ellie was a human. She was human. 
And you, you had your head cannon wrong the whole time. You tried hooking me up with a d- human? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I imagine Peach by being at least about 40, so I would assume he'd be, you know, he's got a few decades left in him. Ah. We'll, we'll give you the same deal we gave the, the professor. The professor. Just <laughs> keep Peach Pie and Professor wow. alive perpetually, forever. Peach Pie wouldn't take it. Uh, over the uh, over the decades, though, that Peach Pie and Bernard have with the circus, Bernard would want to try and become a member of the Pathfinders. It was something I was actually going to build into Peach Pie and take the Pathfinder dedication, but it just never really worked out. But uh, my idea was to have Bernard actually be the Pathfinder with the Pathfinder dedication on Peach Pie. But Bernard would want to, like, join the society and write about all the crazy places they go and all the weird things they see and the adventures they get in traveling with the circus to all these different dimensions and submit all that information to the Pathfinder Society. So we'll cut to a huge, a thick boy tome getting slammed down on a counter at the Pathfinder Society in Absalom and a man looks up at you and he's got a long crooked nose and thin glasses and he pushes them up on his face and gives you a sour look and he says and what's this? Uh, um, Do I have a rank yet? Does Bernard have a rank? Uh, No this would be you bringing the manifesto to the society. Oh no he'd, he'd try and join before he writes the whole thing. Maybe these are just his notes from the camp. These are his notes from the campaign of the Extinction Curse. The book you just fucking wrote, David. Before we go traveling. Yeah. So basically, it's just my notebook. It's just David's notebook. Well, Peach Pie and Bernard, really, and since Bernard, this is Bernard Adventure. Bernard, you've had to deal with Welbin Ori before. He's a grouchy secretary. You have a meeting with Sheila Hydemark, and he knows it. I think those characters would mean we're in Magnamar rather than Absalom. But anyway, yes, yes, I'm Bernard here with Peach Pie, and we have a meeting with Sheila Hydemark, and you know it. Ah, uh, he looks down at his clipboard, and he squints, and he looks up at you, and he squints at his clipboard again. Fine, fine, I will go get her. I'm just going to listen to a squirrel and get in the rank of Pathfinder bossing me around. He goes and a gets squirrel shit. with the 20th level barbarian at his side. <laughs> Hello. Bernard and Peach Pie are escorted into Sheila Hydemark's office, and there's a long conference room table there. Sheila says, Ah, yes. Welcome, Bernard. Welcome, Peach Pie. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm not sure you're aware, but, you know, the Circus of Wayward Wonders did save all of the Starstone Isles. I was there for that. It's all detailed in this book I've written. Oh, interesting. And may I look? Of course, please. And she opens it up, and Bernard's handwriting, I imagine Bernard's handwriting to be impeccable. It's just beautiful. It's like calligraphy. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it, oh my, impeccable. I've heard many stories of you and the circus's exploits, but it would be nice to have it all chronicled. Is this from the beginning? Yes, from my beginning at least. Then I will proudly enter it into the society records. And might I be able to become an official pathfinder myself? I don't know what it takes, but we're willing to take the necessary steps. You have my approval. 
to start the testing process. Excellent! I'm sure we'll pass with flying colors. Bernard becomes a Pathfinder. I don't know how that happens. Maybe that's a story that we could tell later or pretend like we're going to and then never do. Yes, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's that's it. Bernard writes to the Pathfinders all the time. Telling of all the different places we've gone. How long would you guys keep it up? Well, till till uh, till Peach Pie dies. So probably like, you know, another 40, 50 years. He's a strong, healthy clown. I was going to say another 40 years before Peach Pie would die and not come back. No, I don't think Peach Pie would choose to come back. Not if he dies of old age. He's given the world enough laughs. We're going to time skip. Circus of Wayward Wonders is a multi-planar institution. And you have whittled out all the best festivals that take place all over the place. And you really only go where you're paid well and welcome with open arms. But now, Peach Pie, laying on his deathbed, is Bernard with him? Yeah, I would say Bernard would die at the same time Peach Pie would. They're, they're kind of one and the same. Peach Pie laying down in a, a comfy bed in the mansion with Bernard and a little a little blanket. His colorful hair is all gray now. And the professor says to Peach Pie, But Peach Pie, the, the wizard can do this and bring you back. You can perform forever. I'm doing it. I'm living my dream. Join me. And I love that for you, Professor. But for me, I think an end is quite lovely of an idea. I go where Peach Pie goes. Into the next great adventure. Indeed. Fireball! <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking eclipse burst you. <laughs> Bye, Peach Pie. Deuces. I'd say Deuces. make it painless, Tenth but you, I don't think you have a spell powerful enough to deal with my 290 HP. You're 80. You don't have 290 <laughs> HP anymore. That's not how that works. Yeah. You start to lose some of your constitution at that age. Fair enough. And just like that, Peach Pie's and Bernard. Their story comes to an end. What does the rest of the circus do after this momentous moment? Well, now that the human's gone, what do you guys want to do for the next, you know, like, 100, <laughs> 200 years or so? <laughs> the clown eternal? What the fuck happened there? <laughs> not so eternal. <laughs> no, Tur- pic- turns out, not so eternal. <laughs> I mean, picture Jeb and Moonlight and the wizard walking out of Peach Pie's room. Where he just died, just like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> We're kind of assholes, aren't we? <laughs> Couple of decades ain't gonna change that. Shit, hold up, I gotta go loot his corpse. <laughs> oh, that's so much. <laughs> and who knows, knows what the rest of you assholes are gonna go do for the next few hundred years? Who, who dies next? Uh, probably me. Probably Jeb. Jeb, Jeb would buy net die next. Oh, I'll probably turtle again, you fucking asshole. Turtle's probably long dead. Yeah, the turtle's probably been dead for a few decades. We just keep bringing her back. back And she was like, stop! (laughs) At this point, she's just like a a pile of, like, fur on the ground. Like, there's nothing, like, left. Multiple heads and just, I fucked up the ritual a few times. 
<laughs> getting old. I need you. <laughs> getting old, Hickburn. <laughs> On like the fifth or sixth of uh, you know, resurrection, we were just like, let's, let's, let's f- fuck around with this a little. Let's see if we can mix some extra parts in there. And we just have like a chimera now. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> How long do dwarves live? I don't think it's much longer than humans. I think it's like 300 years. Roughly. Quite a bit long. Yeah. Quite a bit The only longer. thing I can find that says Leshy's is like 70. Do full level 20 wizards get the option to have, like, never die from old age? No, but I feel like the wizard would figure something out. They'd go back to Waze and hang out and be like, hey, how do I, like, live forever? <laughs> Waze wouldn't tell you that. <laughs> Are you still snorting cocaine? <laughs> no, I gave up on that decades ago. I pr- trust me. Promise. That's white powder on his nose. Get some fucking nosebleed. <laughs> no, you could go talk to your old friend down in the Darklands. I bet he'd know. Or like any of the places that we're traveling. I'm pretty sure we could talk. We could find somebody that could teach me how to fucking live forever magically. It's called become a lich. <laughs> Uh, the Wiz would have no problem becoming a lich as well. Yeah, I think that's probably the answer, dude. And then just forget where you put your soul gem and nobody can ever Insert kill you. Lich Wiz into Blood Lords? <laughs> Let's not. He wouldn't even be. Not- an- hey, bros, what's up? <laughs> a level 20 lich just pops up and offers you some cocaine and weed. Yeah, I, I can't find anything that specifically says how long a leshy lives. So then, how long would Moonlight live, then? Um, yeah, I don't know. I certainly don't think they would have any problem when their time comes, allowing their spirit to move on, however long that is for a leshy. (laughs) The Wiz would 100% become a lich eventually. Like, once everybody starts passing away and he's like, well, fuck, now I gotta go, like, wander on my own or, like, do something, he'd just be like, fuck, I'm gonna go lich out. Lich, please. I'd probably need a few people to help me with the ritual, but I'm sure I could find them somewhere. I'll just go fucking... I'll go hang out and get for a bit. Like, hey, what's to help me become a lich? I'm level 20 and rich. <laughs> I've been literally all over the, the plains. I'm pretty sure somebody would help me. There's a couple of favors you could call in after a few decades of doing side jobs. Not to mention everybody wants a lich's favor. Come on. True. Well, I guess we know what the wizard... uh, We know where this ends then, (laughs) because the wizard's going to be the oldest. But I'm curious about uh, Jeb. Everyone's daddy's just like, I guess I will. Jeb, the wizard pops up in front of you as a fucking lich. He forgot about you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what what do you mean forgot? Like, you're coming to finish me? He thought thought everybody was dead because, like, Moonlight went on and he was like, oh, wait, there was one more, wasn't there? We fight to the death. I'm already there can dead. Be only one. Does hold on. Fight till I kill you. Does does Moonlight uh, go before Jeb goes? That's I think a better question. I think Jeb. Yeah. Goes first. He just said he was like seventy years. It was a tree. He's fucking dead as shit. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I could find was that old age was at like seven. You're a fucking tree. I'll cast Wither on you or something. Jeb brought you back once. I think we can bring you back again into like a new tree. I'm a level 20 tree. Let's just go find like a new bush. We'll throw Moonlight's soul into it. We're good to go. 
There'll be a period of they don't remember what's going on, but they come around. The wizard's been carrying a potted plant with him for like. <laughs> <laughs> like comes back as a fucking weed plant. <laughs> Bro, just let me smoke you just a little bit. <laughs> you guys rely on the wizard to like explain everything that's happened over the fucking centuries. And that just gives you all their buds. <laughs> Here, take them. I don't need them. This is like a haircut for you. I'm just like trimming you every now and then. So I, then that that's a good question. Would Moonlight, with the resources that a 20th level, probably at this point beyond, party have, would you come back indefinitely to perform in the circus? Because I'll tell you, at, at like the 100-year mark, at the 100-year mark, the professor's still fucking doing it. No. Um, they have seen enough in even their short lifetime. Whatever that ends up being. But no, um, Moonlight Moonlight would not come back again if they were about to die or did die. Yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> what would Moonlight's final days look like? Like you dying on the road or you getting like that, you're a month out and you know you have to go do something because you're about to die and you need to go do it. I mean, they'd still be, I think they'd just hang out at the circus until they passed. Travel with the circus until they go. Yeah. Sticking with the sticking with the family, only real family they've ever known. They've seen enough ridiculous shit in their lifetime. They've died once. So you guys are all leaving me within a hundred years. Jeb a little longer. After Jeb dies, I secretly bring Turtle back for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Turn them into a lich, also. <laughs> I use them to protect my soul cage. My guard dog. Are you sure you don't want to come back? They can just... I, I think I think we can just get the wizard to bring you back like they've done for me so many times. He's really desperate for this. Uh, He's losing all of his friends, David. Yes, Professor. I, I understand. Um, it's just... I've been through so many things. So, so many things. I mean, I've died before I suppose I came back cause I knew they needed my help but at this point my help is no longer necessary the circus can live on the aisles were saved and so I am happy and I am content with my life I will make sure that the circus lives on in your name yes don't let the wizard destroy it do you think that old man could stop me? You've been one of my best friends over these decades. Thank you. Moonlight dies of old age in a bedroom, in a mansion, on a plane far from here. No, they'd probably like maybe ask the professor to bury some part of them back on Galarian. At the original circus site. The one in Aberton? All, all the way back days. in Aberton. <laughs> all, the way, all the way back in Aberton. Well, then, the professor, the wizard, Jebediah, and the Circus of Wayward Wonders travel back to the Isles of Cortos. And while I'm there, I find Kalkek's corpse and bring him back. <laughs> Jesus. Nice! We're having fun now. <laughs> 
which has been he's been buried for decades. There's probably just bones left somewhere. <laughs> Let's hear it, Tyler. Bring back Kelpcak. You making you making me do it? I'm, I'm returning him into an undead. Let's bring him back as a fucking skeleton bar guest. See how many voices we can make Tyler have to recall. I'm gonna have him protect my soul cage. Him and Turtle. Would you bind uh, Kalkek's soul to service of guarding the soul gem? Same question for Turtle. Yes or no? I feel like that's such a dick move. No, I won't do that. I, I, I can't. I can't do that to Turtle. But would you to Kalkek? Yeah, I'd do it to Kalkek. No. 100%. <laughs> that asshole try to kill us. Do you, do you really even need to ask? We were nothing but nice to him. I mean, we threatened him a little bit, but we fed him. He was like, our, I don't know. Hasn't he ever heard pet. not to bite the hand that feeds? Yeah. <laughs> he was your pigs on a farm. But yeah, I want I want a greater Bargus to protect my soul cage. That just sounds like fun. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, undead greater Bargus. How dare you make me do this? Oh fuck you! Yes, yes, wizard. Sit and watch my soul cage. <laughs> <laughs> I am compelled to do just that. <laughs> I just wanted to bring him back. I didn't really want to talk to him. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed the voice, though. Thank you for that. You're, you're it welcome. Really good. <laughs> it's been like over a year since we've heard that voice, so that's yeah. nice. It's been a very long time. You still got it. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> All right, so Peach Bay's dead. Bernard's gone. Moonlight's gone. We got Jeb. Me and Turtle. Uh, and Kalkak now. And Kalkak. Undead Kalkak. Uh, Jeb, I'm gonna... I'm gonna go, like, chilling Geb for a bit. Because I gotta, like, go lichify myself. This might take a while. Lichify. You, you wanna come with and help? It's a ritual, and it's probably gonna take some work. Dude, let's both become liches. You wanna be a lich, too? <laughs> lich Jeb? <laughs> You can turn turtle into an undead then too. We will live forever. The wizard Jeb Turtle and Kalkak. Interesting new group. Je- oh. Jeb, after all these people dying around him, d- decides he's gonna. Live I will forever. control the dead. <laughs> you'll de- you'll control his death. What? It's just a prerequisite of being able to cast spells, right? There's nothing saying primal can. Uh, Basically, expert in crafting, you are a living creature, ability to cast six level or higher spells from spell slots, and then completed the ritual to become a lich and crafted a soul cage. Oh, just a little bit of so the expert in crafting retraining. retraining. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> a sure few they, decades to retrain. I mean, yeah. Peach Pie would have taught me how to make drugs because, like, I would have made sure Peach Pie taught me how to make drugs before he died. Like Peach Pie, you're That's not fair. allowed to die until you teach me how to make you know stuff. <laughs> it is my highest calling. Well, you need to learn the polypurpose panacea, so you that can, as well. It can get con- yes. it can continue. Otherwise, yeah, it continue my life's work. So I am definitely like at least an expert in crafting, and I'll pass on some knowledge to Jeb once we decide to lichify ourselves. This took a weird turn. So after Moonlight and Peach my die off. You guys decide to go do lich things. The professor's like, I suppose we could perform in Geb. I don't know anybody in Mechata. Jeb's in Geb becoming a lich. I like it. 
you, you guys, you do realize that the professor's next step is to become undead himself, right? Yeah, yeah. Definitely <laughs> professor's going to do that too. Yeah. When you're the in circus of undead wonders. This what, oh my god, that's what you guys are going to turn it into is an undead circus. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, not everything's going to become undead. There's some shit that's from like all over all over the plains that probably doesn't want to become undead. Doesn't need to become undead. Can't really make out- outsiders undead, I don't think. None of that works. Not quite how I expected this to go, but okay. You know, I should have guessed. I wasn't expecting Jeb to join me on this. 200 years and on a distant plane the skeletal figure of a man with a top hat and the pauldrons with the dangly golden ropes the red velvet ringleader outfit because neither Jeb nor the wizard really wanted to lead the circus and take responsibility for it the professor in his new skeletal form was happy to take on the task <laughs> and with a cane <laughs> topped a black black cane topped with an elephant no it was skull. A, it, mini a miniature elephant skull a miniature elephant skull welcome to the circus of wayward wonders step right up half of our listeners will be like that's fucking sweet and half of them will be like Wait, that after 150 fucking... episodes, that's how it fucking ends? <laughs> this is fucking stupid. <laughs> this is so stupid. Why did I waste my time? <laughs> because we're stupid. What did they expect? If they got that far in, they were already wasting their time. Right. <laughs> you were expecting an emotional gut punch? No. You get the Circus of Wayward Wonders undead in Geb. The professor has a lich. Welcome to Minmaxed. Bloodlords is next. (laughs) (laughs) It's your turn.